Pseudo Show podcast, powered by Dobbs, for the best price and value on quality tires at Expert Auto Service. Get into Dobbs today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. Feeling good? Yeah. Patrigo's got a Tom Petty shirt on. Sure does. Sure. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it, he's got a white shirt on that says, oh, my, my, oh, hell yes, which is. It is not Tom Petty official licensed merchandise. Uh, so I mean, you stole uh, it. Wow. No, it's just a shirt I bought on a website that said, oh, my, my, oh, hell yes. Is that your party dress? <laughs> no, I got to put it on. Oh. Got to put Stealing on that party Tom dress. Stealing Tom Petty's lyrics, man. I'm not. Just the company Boy, that I bought this six dollar T shirt from is his lyrics look great in shirt form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Jeff was talking about having a breakfast for dinner. Yeah, last breakfast night. for dinner last what night. What a great treat! Get, I can't get that out of my head because we haven't done that in a long time, and I'm not opposed to it. No, what a great it's, it's treat! Good. It was really yeah. good. Like Brenner, when was the last time you had Brenner? been a long time for us. You know what's funny is the last time that I had Brenner is when I got home from my first surgery and I was at the house and it was the first night that I was home. My mom said, what do you want for dinner? Whatever you want, I will make you whatever you want. And I said, I want dad to make omelets. And mm, I, nice. My dad made uh, omelets and they brought them over. My mm. my uh, problem with and it, it was fantastic. It was pancakes, scrambled eggs, biscuits and gravy, which I can still just imagine right now. Uh, and something else? You said pancakes? Yeah, pancakes, biscuits, and gravy. Oh, wow. I mean, you really did. eggs. You really did it up. Yeah, I did nothing. I, I did I did not cook at all. Uh, but uh, it was fantastic. But my whole problem when they first announced that that's what we were doing is I like to have a drink or two every night before, during, and maybe even after dinner. And Who's to say you couldn't uh, do that? Uh, yeah. No, scrambled eggs with a martini. No, I drank one before and one after, but I had, mm. <laughs> I had a glass. Says the guy who drinks milk with pretty much everything. Uh, I had a glass of milk with my dinner last night. Well, okay. So that's, <laughs> that's acceptable. Yeah, but it was just weird to wrap my brain around the fact that I was drinking a martini, then I set it aside, and then I had uh, breakfast, and then went back well, to Why, you would have a Bloody Mary with... 100%. With breakfast. Yeah. So you have a gin martini. Yes. Okay, so... Gin, olive juice, vermouth, mm-hmm. not that far off from a Bloody Mary. I don't know. The tomato juice really makes a difference in those two drinks, at least for me. I, I understand if others could do it, but I just I just couldn't do it. That was my, I was like, oh, we're having breakfast? Oh, what about like, my yeah, you know, it's not the What same, about daddy's drink? It's not the same thing, but it's in the same zip code, I think. Mm. I don't know. I think the tomato juice swi- uh, f- makes it more palatable for breakfast. Sure. I think so. See, at what point? Ooh, I should have went. I should have went. Bloody Mary. Yeah. yeah. Missed yeah. opportunity. Yeah, darn it. Uh, at what point did breakfast food become breakfast food? Like, why are we, like, why are we having scrambled eggs in the morning with with <laughs> with pancakes? I'd be willing to bet, and somebody much smarter than me, like Google, will probably know, but I bet it has something to do with getting up in the morning and going to the coop or wherever and getting the eggs first thing in the morning. And it's like, ah, oh, well, let's use these. But why can't you get them? Know. I don't know. Maybe they lay them overnight or something. I don't know. Like, why are certain breakfast foods eaten during breakfast? Why do we eat? It's got to be a marketing thing. I'm I'm sure at some point, some company marketed 
eggs or pancakes as, you know, the food to break the fast. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. And then it just kind of caught on that way. I'm reading. I don't have any answers yet. I'm still reading, though. I guess, you know, back, you know, when, when man was just trying to survive, I mean, you'd eat anything. Right. You'd eat anything in any meal. Sure. Yeah, hell, we just, you know, killed a woolly mammoth. We're going to have that. Chickens lay eggs in the morning, and it made sense for farmers to grab them for breakfast. Workers needed protein and fat, slow metabolizing energy sources to get them through the day. Eggs provided a cheaper alternative to meat. Okay, but then why are we not eating eggs for dinner still? It's because we, we had ate them, them all for we breakfast. Had them for breakfast? Okay, <laughs> I guess. This, this says here that uh, one of the staples that has always been in a meals is pancakes, whether it be a potato version, a regular version, it was just easier to cook. You took whatever you had, you flattened it, you threw it on a heat source, you flipped it, and it was done. It was a form of food that would fill you up. Mm -hmm. And it says here that people ate it so much that eventually people just started going, I can only do this once a day, and they just yeah. chose to do it in the morning. Need something to stick to your ribs when you when you eat first thing in the morning, so you yeah, go out in the field and get her done. You're hunting and oh, collecting. I, hate, I think I hate that term. What? Stick to your ribs. <laughs> it is kind of gross, oh, isn't it? Man. Oh, man. Yeah, because it's sticking to your ribs. It's in the wrong spot. <laughs> oh, man. This, this makes a lot of sense. Here's another, uh, another theory is that breakfast by far is probably one of the cheapest meals to prepare when it comes to eggs and it comes to bread and it comes to things like that. Very easy, very simple. And it says back in, you know, way, 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 long, 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 long time ago, People would basically, you wouldn't have a bank account. You would spend your money that you made that day. So you got money and you would spend it. And they would either spend it on any type of booze or anything like that. They wake up in the morning. It's easy to make breakfast because it's cheap. All right, here's what I'm reading about the 1920s. Oh, I think I've seen the same thing. Have you seen the bacon thing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In the 1920s, Beechnut Packing Company, which I think they're still, don't they make baby food? Beechnut? Mm -hmm. They wanted to get more people to eat bacon. Uh, they hired a PR firm, and uh, they found uh, that Americans ate light breakfast for the most part. So their ad campaign suggested a heavy breakfast would be healthier, quote, because the body loses energy during the night and needs it during the day. And that message was spread in newspapers around the country, and wouldn't you know, sales of bacon began to skyrocket, and soon eggs and bacon were married forever. Huh. We need this first thing in the morning. It says it right there. Right. This says here that uh, in, in England or in Europe, that breakfast back in the day was a form of gluttony. Like you wake up and you eat, you're like you're a glutton. You can eat whatever you want. And then when they came over to the States here, it said that it remained a matter of convenience for most people. Bread, preserved meats, mm. and repurposed leftovers and things like eggs because they were readily available. Yeah, I love, I love finding out the history of stuff like that. Like, why we do certain things at certain times or certain times of the year that have nothing to do with environment. Like, uh, you know, it's, as, as far as, you know, um, you know weather or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, what made us do such a thing? Was it a PR thing? And, and who's to, who decided, eh, it's going to be bacon and eggs for breakfast? Right. <laughs> who's the guy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now we know-ish. But somebody said they'd never heard of Brenner before. <laughs> there you go. Have at it. New ain't term. No, ain't nothing wrong with that. No, no that was one of the, the one of the two big meals that my dad went to after my mom passed was 
um, a hamburger helper and throwing whatever in the hamburger, you know, just the plain hamburger helper and just throwing whatever he had in there and pancakes. And I've told you this before. He'd say, how many pancakes do you want? If you want three, he'd give you one this size. (laughs) If you want two, it'd be one this size. Yeah. (laughs) So the same amount of bacon or same amount of pancake mix. He's not. He's right. No, I know. It's like, yeah, you're right. Just a a bigger pain in the ass to flip. But he liked to put the butter in between and stack them up. Hey, do you guys know the, uh, the seven deadly sins? Yes. I could probably come up with a couple of them. All right, Tony, go. Oh, damn it. Wrath. I mean, I asked you. Wrath. Gluttony. Yeah. Greed. Uh-huh. Lust. Lust. Moon's not helping me at all, by the way. <laughs> Envy. Voyeurism. Uh, Envy's not one of them? I think it yeah, is. Yeah, okay, jealousy. Jealousy. Okay. Same thing. Uh, How many is that? Nine? Voyeurism. It's not voyeurism. That's five of the seven. Oh, boy. I forgot what I even said already, because I want to say <laughs> gluttony again, but I know I already said that. Lust. I already Lust. said that. Oh. <laughs> you would come up with What about that? rage? Vanity. Yeah. Vanity, yeah. <laughs> Did you say wrath? You said wrath already. Sure, I'm going to pretend I said it. Sloth, vanity, lust, greed, gluttony. Incense, mirror. Envy, wrath, right? Those. Are the, I think those are the I said them all then. Yeah, yeah. yeah you you just with no help sloth. from Moon at all. <clears throat> so... It, it's been a little. It's been a little harder for for sinners to sin this year, with many places being shut down. Am I right, sinners? <laughs> Are you saying the sinning is down? But but the heart will find a way. So WalletHub.com, they're that uh, that website. They do all these you know huge surveys, scientific surveys, and they just released the uh, results of their annual study on the most sinful cities in the U.S. based on on different stats that correspond to the seven deadly sins. Oh, we're on here. Oh, we are sinners in this city. Oh, boy. Yep. I'll just tell you, the most sinful city in America is... Vegas? Vegas, Vegas, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, Vegas. That's weird. They're called Sin City. Vegas. Then Los Angeles. And then St. Louis, baby. Whoa! Woo! Woo! Yep, number three. And then Houston, and then Atlanta. So then they broke down the seven deadly sins, and they gave you the top cities for each one of the sins. Okay. So uh, let's go with sloth first. Sloth, based on things like exercise rates and average work hours. The top city is Halea, Florida. Don't even know what that is, but congratulations, Halea. Halea, Florida. Hylea. Well, not a lot of people from there are getting out and about, nope, apparently, nope. saying, hey, where are you from? I'm <laughs> from here. Nah, they just stay there. Ah. Ah. Then you got vanity, uh, based on things like tanning salons and plastic surgery. The top city for vanity is LA. San Diego. Oh, San Diego. Congratulations. Lust, based on things like strip clubs per capita and porn searches. The top city is Los so Angeles. Los Angeles. <laughs> Greed, based on things like casinos and and lower charity numbers. Jackson, Mississippi, congratulations. Oh, wow. The greatest city. Gluttony. Gluttony, based on things like obesity rates and binge drinking rates and drug use. Top city, St. Louis. Oh, my goodness. All right. Damn, if you look at that, what is it again? Say it one more time. Gluttony. Yep. Sorry, guys. I, used to, I, I, I probably played a huge part of that back in well, the day. This is this year, so you're you're okay. Okay, cool, say that's great. with Tony dropping off. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, jealousy based on things like fraud and identity theft. Top city is Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Congratulations, right, Fort guys. Lauderdale. And wrath based on things like violent crimes and shootings. Congratulations, St. Louis! So for Laughing the seven deadly sins, we're number one with two of them. Oh, that's great. We're the only city with two, right? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, we're doing good. Yeah. And, and by the way, Vegas was not number one in any of the in any of the, the sins. But they were all probably like two or were, three. Yeah. Yeah. We were number one in anger and hatred, 12 in jealousy, <laughs> number one in excesses and vices. That's the, your gluttony. Uh, 61st in greed, 36th in lust. 40 in vanity, and 60 in laziness. This is out of 180 cities. Number one in most thefts per capita. Number one in violent crimes per capita. <laughs> Go us. So, yeah, we did did all right. We did all right. So, maybe we'll get uh, we'll get uh, three categories next year. I don't know. Great. Just got to get at it. Okay. And we were the only one in two categories? We were the only one in two categories. <laughs> I was looking at that. I go, ooh, man. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Okay. Come on. <laughs> okay. Yikes. I had I had not had a fast food burger in a, in a long time. Yeah. I, I had to do something downtown yesterday, and uh, on my way home, I hadn't had lunch. So I'm, I'm going to quick stop over just to grab something real quick. And uh, it's at 11 o'clock. Just wanted to grab just a little little thing. Man, I eat I eat a fast a fast food burger sometimes. Again, it's been a while, but uh, man, that instant like man, this is so good. Mm-hmm. And then two seconds later, it's done. And you go, man, I feel bad about what myself. What I do <laughs> to myself? I'm the same way with uh, bowls of cereal. If I ever have one of those, I have maybe two a year. And when I do have it, I'm just like, what was I just thinking? What that's, did I just do? What did I just do? That's my move of pancakes. Pancakes. I'm like. You know what? Okay, I'll take a pancake. This sounds great. And while I'm eating, I'm like, this is delightful. Fifteen seconds after I'm done, I'm like, well, what was that? What was the point of that? Why, why did I do this to you? Yeah, me? and you know, and you know what it was? <laughs> it wasn't like I, I I sat down and ate it. I was I was in my car. Yeah, which also means you probably inhaled it too. Yeah, well, right? I inhaled it. Yeah, doesn't help. Mm. And I was like, ah, like what a I probably I probably had like ketchup on my shirt. Probably did you. I, I was eating with like the ha- half the wrapper still on the bottom of it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just shoving it into my pie hole. Do you? Here's a really good question. Are you un- ashamed enough of that to, if you were driving down the road, yet you would not let anybody see you behind the wheel taking a bite? Because I'm that way sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's like I don't want to look so gluttonous that I'm driving down the road with sauce on my face and taking a big old. Because you know when you see somebody oh, you doing see that in a yeah. car, you're like, ah, come on, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, you see somebody doing that, you go, "Come on, man, you yeah. can't, you can't pull off somewhere. Got no time, yeah. huh? and there I am doing it. Yep, there I am doing it. What are you eating? Uh, what is that soup out of a bread bowl? You got? <laughs> <laughs> Which sucks. That that attitude sucks because the best and safest place to take a bite is when you're at a stoplight or something. But then you got everybody around you. Yeah, you just look like an animal for Christ's sake. Who I mean, I shoved this thing down my. Th- I mean, uh, who doesn't like a salty soup though in a bread bowl? You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Damn. <laughs> that sounds so good right while, now. While driving a five-speed. I think at uh, I think it's Breadco. I took the kids there not too long ago, and remember when things were open? Yeah. And uh, 
My daughter wanted mac and cheese in a bread bowl. I go, you got bread and bread. Wow. <laughs> mac and cheese inside a bread bowl. There you go. There's some cheese and some bread. There Gluttony. You go. <laughs> Gluttony at its finest. Yep. Uh, Twitter uh, revealed their biggest trends of 2020, uh, including the tweets that received the most retweets and likes. So this is kind of their, their, their recap of the year. This is Twitter's recap of the year. Sadly, the, the most retweeted post of the year was the one that announced uh, Chadwick uh, Boseman's death. That was the most retweeted post of the year. And a lot of the other top tweets were about COVID-19, you know, quarantine boredom, politics, and the Korean boy band BTS. Was this their year? No, oh, very I much. couldn't oh, tell I you so. anything they sing. I didn't know if it was this year or if it started last year, right? It's been a few years. Yeah, now. I think it's been a couple of years. But did they really catch on this year? Because it is all BTS all the time. Yes. I want to say it was last year, and then this year is just, we're still just in the afterburner. Yeah. Yeah, right now it's let's put everything out that we can to take advantage of the hotness right now, especially in the States. Well, is it the first time they really came over here and started doing things? Uh, it's no, first time. Were they, 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 they tour last year? I, mean, yeah. I, I have no yeah, idea. They toured I, for a while. Yeah, they, I mean, they sold out like Chicago, I think it was last year or two years ago, and it was a huge ordeal, and... Yeah, it was crazy. I, I don't know much about them. I know they, they are all young Korean, you know, are they boys? Are they mm-hmm. teens? I don't know. What, I don't know. I know nothing about them. No idea. I know nothing about them either. I know they all kind of look like a product. Yeah, and like I think that's they how all, it was designed. They all look like kind of like wind up kind of yeah. kind of things, like doing and saying and looking a certain With their way. hair the yeah, same the way. And, yeah. Are they from north or south? I would I would assume they're from South Korea. Yeah, yeah, they're from South. And isn't there like seven or eight in the band, or is that? I don't know. I just else. know BTS is a big thing. Yeah. And whenever you see something tw- trending on Twitter, you click on it, and there's got there's always a BTS tweet mixed in with the with the trending topic. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're from they're from Seoul. There's six of them. It looks. Like. Uh. I don't even know. I, f- I forget. I'm sure I've been told multiple times what BTS means or stands for, but it's just behind the scenes to me. Every time I see that, I'm like, ah, oh, behind the scenes, strange band name. What does it mean? I don't know. I'm looking right now. I just know that when I see BTS, it's behind the scenes. Bachman BTS, Turner. also known as the Bangtan Boys. Uh, oh, it says seven members. Because they're from Bangtan, Korea. Korea, yes. You've got uh, V... J Hope, RM, Jin, Jimin, that's the cute Jungkook, one. and Suga. <laughs> yeah, you're, I a think J- you're a Jin guy, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. If I remember right, Jin, uh, Jungkook is the kind of the brains that co writes and produces much of their output. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> v is the bad boy. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. Uh, he's the one got, that's going to get in some He's getting in some trouble. He's going to get in some trouble. He's in fun dip rehab right now. <laughs> Uh, Andy Milanakis, remember him, Andy Milanakis? Yeah, yeah. What well, what did he get famous on? Was it something yeah. with Jimmy Kimmel? Wasn't I thought it, it was, it was in the TV. Andy Milanakis show. show. Yeah. yeah, but before that, he, it was something else. He was on the Man Show. No, yeah. because Man that show? no, because that was a kid. I thought it was something with MTV where kid. like he was like a sidekick or something or like. A, I I want to say it was it was something with Jimmy Kimmel, like an interviewer. Yeah, maybe that, like like a nope. interview on the streets. Nope. Andy Milanakis got his fame because he uh, recorded a video titled The Super Bowl is Gay, and it went crazy. That's it. And he got it played on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Mm-hmm. But he didn't He didn't work with him or anything. Well, Andy Milanakis, uh, 
And he, he's what? He's in his 40s or something. He looks like he looks like a teenager. Mm-hmm. That was his thing. Uh, he made the top five most liked tweets with uh, with this little ditty in May. Congratulations to the astronauts that left Earth today. Good choice. Remember that. I remember that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was one of the most memorable tweets of the year. Dude, one of my, one of my favorite it, it things. It has more than 3.7 million likes, which uh, even took Andy by surprise. One of my favorite things about Andy Melanakis is when, on the Andy Melanakis show on MTV, when he would order a pizza and when he would use to mess with the pizza guys. There was one where the guy showed up and he had fireworks go off in his apartment with confetti and he said that he was the 10th pizza delivery of the day. And, like, this guy was so confused and had no idea what was going on. But the best one of all time was when he had the pizza delivery guy show up when he was tied up in the chair like he was hostage. And the pizza delivery guy just threw the pizza on the ground and ran. You know, I'm hoping those guys got good tips. Oh, I'm sure they did. They probably got paid hundreds of hundreds of dollars. Yeah, it's probably one of those things where they once they shut the cameras off, they went and found the dude and said, hey, this is what we're doing. And, like, here's a good tip because, you know, this guy's probably making five bucks an hour working for tips. And I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. He's 44 years old, by the way. I don't want to be part of your bit. He still looks like a kid. I don't think he's ever going to get old. Yeah, no, that's his. Like, I don't think that's his adult look. Does he have a disease or he's. Yes. Yeah. It's a growth disease. Human growth deficiency or something like that. Andy Milanakis. That's a. uh, Before that tweet back in May, you go, well, that's somebody I really thought of that much. Mm. It says he was born with a human, with a growth hormone deficiency, causing him to have the appearance and voice of an adolescence, which he will have forever. And then it says he turned to comedy uh, as a defense mechanism. Yeah, Rod um, Stewart, the Forever Young song is about him. Forever <laughs> Young. We got a permanent Benjamin What a great song here. that is, by the way. Uh, the most discussed uh, TV shows worldwide this year, Grey's Anatomy, Game oh. of Thrones. Moon and I talk about Grey's Anatomy all the time. I tell you to stop it. About how maybe one of these days I'll see a minute. Guys, we're going on the air. Can you stop it? I honestly didn't realize that show was still on. It's on for like its 15th season. Uh, Game of Thrones, Tiger King, and Stranger Things, the most discussed TV shows worldwide this year. Uh, The most discussed sports team was the L.A. Lakers. Top 10 includes uh, the Dodgers and uh, several European soccer teams. Yeah, the the Lakers had a couple things, but I was thinking the Bucks might be in a uh, race with Brady. Oh, oh, oh the Buccaneers, yeah, yeah, It was LeBron's first title with the Lakers. Well, also and Kobe, Kobe died. and Kobe, yeah, and Kobe, yeah. yeah, and Kobe. You guys. The most discussed oh. sporting event worldwide was Super Bowl Fifty Four. That was the most discussed sporting event worldwide. Quickly, who was in it? Go Chiefs. Chiefs and Forty Niners. Was it the Forty Niners? I don't know. Wasn't it? I don't know. I know the Chiefs won. <laughs> yes, 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 yeah. yes. I think everybody yeah, proves my Joe point. I thought I was. Uh, I thought, Rice stop it, Scott. Yeah. I thought I was right, and then you said, "Was it?" No, and I was that's like, right. Because oh, Montana rolled out. And he no, no, no. Because Clark caught it. Because remember, they're saying if there had been a 49ers win, there would have been a Super Bowl parade in San Francisco. The virus would have spread like crazy in San Francisco because there were people infected already back in February. And I remember. Speaking of Joe Montana, he was one who was like, I don't care who wins. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, he played for both. If I don't wondering. care. Uh, the most tweeted hashtag, go. Pandemic. No. COVID. Quarantine. Hashtag COVID-19. Quarantine. Quarantine. Yeah. Quarantine. <laughs> was a C-O-R-N. Under 21, that was a... Uh... 
Uh, President Trump was the most tweeted about person, followed by Joe Biden, George Floyd, Kobe Bryant, and Barack Obama. Uh, Twitter has a rec- uh, reputation for being, you know, uh, <laughs> a negative experience at times. <laughs> but this year brought on uh, some positivity, so they say. Tweets expressing being grateful or thankful increased by 20% globally. I don't believe them. Twitter says there was a significant bump in the recognition of doctors, up under 35%, teachers up uh, 30%, essential frontline workers. Hopefully those tweets about teachers weren't ragging on them about what's going on. You know, well, I mean? Hopefully se- they were positive tweets. Frontline workers, that phrase was tweeted more than 17 million times this year. The most tweeted emojis. I know Scott's been waiting for this. The most tweeted emojis. Yes, my favorite thing. Uh, the LOL face. Oh, really? The crying face. Uh, the pleading face <laughs> oh, with good. the uh, bleary eyes. And uh, the rolling on the floor laughing face. Yes. And the smiling face with the uh, with the hard eyes. Oh, wow. Okay, the good all ones. fires. Yeah. I mean, all, all faces. I thought there would be a the poo. fire, heart, and poo. Yeah, no. Jeff was trying to get the eggplant in there, but I mean, no matter on, how many guys. times he tweeted it out. Just every single over and over again. <laughs> yeah, you and the 15-year-olds are really... Uh... Hey, 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 hey. Hey. They didn't say what, what the least used emojis were, but it was probably one of those weird symbol ones with the letters or numbers in the gray box. I don't even know what those are. But <laughs> Yeah, when you get to that spot in, in the actual, when you're scrolling, looking for the emoji, and that one comes up, you go, in what scenario does anybody use this? When would you send the nine in the gray box instead of just sending the number nine? <laughs> Why would you send that? Because it looks cooler, man. Does well, it? That's got to be used in more, more than, well, maybe not. I was, in, I was thinking the, uh, the little purple astrology ones or blue astrology ones. No, people will definitely use those. Yeah, no, I guess way I, before the I other wasn't things. thinking. Mm. But yet they're still on there. I would never have a use for that. I guarantee you no one in this room has used one of those. Mm. Right? No, uh, no. The gray yeah. box I can't with the see, number in it? No, I not cannot, the numbers, the, the astrology signs. Oh, yeah, no. I cannot see Riz using emoji, an emoji, ever. Oh, oh, unless, unless sure. he, unless he's being Unless he's being like, I'm going to send an emoji because this is me sending an I emoji. I do love right. sending gift gifs. <laughs> That's not an emoji. That's I know, a different animal. I know, but I'm animal. just telling you, I, lo- I like selling. I like sending those. You're a gif gift guy? As I am emoji a gif gift guy. <laughs> For sure. Somebody just sent me a message and said somebody would use those for ransom tweets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like cutting out the, you know, words from a magazine. <laughs> uh, Time Magazine, their uh, their latest issue features uh, features the the numbers twenty twenty marked out with a big red X as the magazine officially declares this year as quote the worst year ever. Well, there you have it. I wasn't sure, but thanks, Time. Yeah, have Time Magazine made it official. 2020, the worst year ever. <laughs> I don't I don't disagree with them. I'm going to go ahead and say that they're using a very narrow scope of time. Yeah. Right, for, right. For and, me, and, people, and people gave them crap for it. For me personally, this is the worst year ever. Well, and, and I think and, for a lot of know, people, I'm gonna it's bring, the worst I'm, year I'm ever. Gonna, I'm going to address that for, for in, in just a moment there. Uh, obviously, the low lives, uh, the low lights... This year, you know, pandemic, racial justice, crappy economy, the deaths of Kobe and Chadwick Boseman, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, all that stuff contributes to the to the worst year ever. And of course, people on social media calling out time saying there were worst years in history. I, not I agree for me. with that. Maybe not for certain individuals. But Time magazine, to their credit, 
inside, if you actually read it, it said there have been worse years in U.S. history and, and certainly worse years in, in world history. But most of us alive today have seen nothing like this one. You'd need to be over 100 years old to remember the devastation of World War I and, and uh, the 1918 flu pandemic. Roughly 90 years old to have a sense of the economic uh, deprivation wrought by the Great Depression. And in your 80s to retain any memory of World War II and its, and its horrors. Yeah, and I, I don't, I, I don't want to sound like you should be focusing on negative or any of that kind of stuff, but I really do hope people put that into their perspective. I, I, I hope when people are f- feeling really, really overwhelmed with this year and uh, personal or global things that are, that are happening to you or feel like are happening to you, I hope that kind of perspective comes into play where you realize like countless generations have gone through worse and they've made it. They've survived, and you will too. You can do this. We can do this. Well, with this, so just just that kind of uh, that that thing from time got me, you know, into one of those internet wormholes of oh, what were the worst years in human history? <laughs> <laughs> and I, we talked about this maybe earlier this year. What what historians are basically unanimous in what they say was the absolute worst year in history. Can you give us a century? It wasn't 1066, was it? No, no. I mean, Ooh, first that off, that was a rough one. <laughs> first off, there was there was 1349 that saw the Black Death and basically kill half of Europe. Um, 1520, smallpox ravaged the Americas and, and killed between 60 and 90 percent of the uh, of of uh, the continent's uh, original inhabitants back in 1520. 1918, you got the Spanish flu, killed over 50 million people. The rise of Hitler in 1933 is often claimed to be the turning point in modern history. But the title of the worst year in history, and this is historians from all over the world, they say this is the year. Um, it's it's a it's a three-numbered year. So it's not 2004. No, no. Cardinals lost. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, you'd never guess the year 536. Oh, that well, was uh, that was famine. Um, we had, we had mentioned a, it's a, uh, this actually before. Yeah, that was a that was a global famine, and I think uh, wasn't bubonic going on then. Yeah, there was it, it, there was multiple plagues. Well, it was like it, overlapping it start, plagues. It and a started famine. it started with um, like a dense fog that stretched across the world. Yeah, from a uh, from a volcano, right? So basically, Europe. The Middle East and parts of Asia, darkness 24 hours a day for two years. Jeez. Which, which made global temperatures plummet, which resulted in the coldest decade in over 2,000 years. Famine. Crops failed all across Europe, all across Africa, all across Asia. And then you got a plague set in. Yeah, the plague came after. <laughs> Can you well, believe that? Well, a bubonic plague, not the not the Black Death. That was 1349. But a plague. But it, was still, it was bubonic plague, right? Same, same thing? Same, I think same strain. Okay. But not the Black Death as we know. And that came after that the volcano. That came in 1349. The but. darkness and the famine. And this yeah. 50, 536 thing, AD, they still did play a full NFL schedule. That yes, they did. Though, they? Which yeah, is, Goodell said, we are going to play. Yeah, we just got through it. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say that was a that's a rough period. Yeah. But and listen, what Time magazine is saying is this is, you know, as far as our scope of memory goes, this is 
Yeah. 2020 is. Well, think of that, too. Like, think of dealing with that. It's dark. It's been dark for two years. Nobody's eating. And if things were great, you'd be lucky to make it to 35. Wow. Yeah, I mean, if things worked if out If things for you. were great. Grandma's 33. Mm-hmm. And in 2020, now we're going to celebrate... Uh, Celebrate the fact that juicy tracksuits are making their comeback yeah. for the 25th anniversary. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> that should solve our problems. That's it. Hey, 2020 just turned around. Do you remember juicy tracksuits? Mm-hmm. Is that the one that just would say juicy on the ass? Yes. Okay. By the way, still going strong in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> never the juicy tracksuits never really lost their luster in New Jersey. Still holding on. Yeah, the juicy home office is like, oh, sales are done. Well, we got Jersey still. We got them there. It's okay. Still got, we still got Jersey. Did you see, I don't know if I'm mowing your lawn here, but did you see who the face of Juicy coming back is? Is it Paris Hilton? No, it's uh, Madonna's kid. The, the, uh, Lord, Lordis. Lord, yeah, Lordis. I think it's her. Sure I think, it's, I think Paris Hilton was the, the face of that organization back when they first kind of got big. Mm-hmm. So remember, listen, everything from the 90s is being rebooted, and, and, and we're seeing stuff from even the early 2000s get rebooted to make everybody feel old again. But uh, back when Juicy Couture tracksuits were really popular, it was about 20 years ago. Well, they are making a comeback now. And I guess it makes sense, because comfortable clothes have never been more popular. You know what I'm talking It's a loose— it's Like velour. It's like velour yeah. with, with the word Juicy written across the tush. Yeah. Yeah. That's not them, Jeff. No, that's, no, that's, that's Madonna's, that's Madonna's kid. Oh, I was going to say, I thought that, that was oh, I, just, I typed in Juicy and hit image search. Is that okay to do? Is that how you find it? <laughs> yeah, this is, when I when I hear you say the Juicy tracksuit, this is what I immediately think of, is this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Where a little bit of the belly shown, little midriff yeah, there. Yeah, because it's like super, uh, yep. what do you call it, low rise? Yep. Yeah, that's early 2000s. Yeah, yeah when, really when, here's all then. here's all the celebrities. When wearing. for like, some reason is... we didn't we didn't want anyone to appear to have hips. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that low rise is like, hey, look how like look, those are pajamas. Post I am. Those are pajamas now, and this is what celebrities were wearing out in public. Yeah, they're expensive tracksuits. Yeah, which is absurd. That's maybe the worst look of the last twenty years. Well, the worst was seeing like a you know uh, a six or seven year old girl. Wearing one of those with the word juicy across her right. bottom. You go, yeah. okay, mom. Nice job, mom. Yeah, but l- let's go ahead and look at that and say, you know what? That makes sense for 2020. Everybody's it's comfortable. Home. Yeah, you're in your pajamas. You're supposed they to look, look like you're supposed to look like you care about your pajamas. That's it. But you're right. In 2003, we're not supposed to be caring about our pajamas. What, what were we doing? I don't know what was happening in 2003. <laughs> I had just come to St. Louis. Things were. You were rocking were velour tracksuits. You brought it with you. Mm-hmm. As I said, those never went out of style in New Jersey. <laughs> I think they just they like became more popular with a different age group. Because to me, like when I see that's that now, I think of somebody's mom in in on the you know East Coast. Who their tagline on JuicyCouture.com is: No shoes, no shirt, no juicy. Well. Not even sure what that means. They were founded. They were founded back in 1995. So this is their 25th anniversary. If you want their new pink or black hoodies and and faux fur track pants, the combo is going to set you back eh, three to thirty bucks. Hmm. Yeah. So somebody like Madonna's daughter is the one who could afford it as well. 
Right. Or you go to Costco and get a, you know, get a pair of Kirkland sweatpants with the little rings at the bottom. Just as comfortable. Get a heat press for about two hundred dollars and make your own. <laughs> <laughs> here's oh, here's Paris Hilton talking about I juicy. Was, I was just gonna say, did did I miss it? But wasn't she like the spokesperson for yeah, it? Yeah, here she is. As soon as I put on my first juicy tracksuit, I was obsessed. Oh God, uh, what did, what do they call that? That voice? Uh, Vocal fry. Oh my God. I, I was just gonna say the uh, the only experiences that I had with Paris Hilton, she was in one of these things. It was in 2004. Uh, she was with the Sum 41 guys, and she was in a full. What, okay. What are okay. these things called again? Okay. Okay. Juicy. Juicy couture. Juicy couture suit. Yeah. It was as soon as I put on my first juicy tracksuit, I was obsessed. I said, "Please send me more. I want the full collection, every single color." I just fell in love with the brand and basically became my uniform. I have an entire closet that's only juicy couture. Uh-huh. Where I go in every single day and just put on my juice. <laughs> put on my gym. Yes. <laughs> I found my job. I believe it, dude. I think every photo for like three years of her was in one of those things. There, so my daughter is obsessed with JoJo Siwa, which oh, is yeah. like the kids' version of Paris Hilton, essentially. I thought that chick is wholesome. I mean, she yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. but I mean, like, she is the kid. That's why I said she's the yeah, kids' kid, version kid of that. Version. But, like, super bright and, and I mean, this kind of makes sense. Yeah, she wears these track suits mm-hmm. and wears bright colors and skirts. She did a video or, like, an interview with Paris Hilton. And and JoJo JoJo Siwa asked her like, "Hey, you know, what advice could you give all other girls out there that just want to be, you know, super famous and super liked by everybody?" And I'll never forget. Paris Hilton goes, "Ah, just be you." And I was like, okay. "What? Just be you?" <laughs> from somebody who a couple months ago came out and said she's been playing a role for the last fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Years. Just, that's a character. Just, and that's the way true. she said it too. So you like had her eyes closed and she goes, "Just." But that's yeah. part of it. I, I'm telling you, that girl's ten times smarter than everybody thinks. Oh, she is. I agree. Oh, yeah, she's ten times smarter than she cares for you to know, which I actually think is pretty dope. <laughs> I think that's pretty awesome. Except for the fact she's telling a kid, an influential kid, just be yourself. Well, that's she's what she. I mean, but she. But, well, but that's I mean, what she's doing. She's, on she, that's her yeah, role. Maybe, yeah, that's, I guess she's still playing what, the role you, by what, saying yeah, be yourself. What do you want her to say? Brand. Yeah. Maybe the smart thing uh, she did was surround herself with people that are very smart to yeah. get her to a level of and be born. I'm just, I'm just telling you, there's a lot more to her than you all think. Yeah. I'm sure. It's, it's she, like, it's like, what do you want her to say? What do you want to say to JoJo Siwa? You know, what can we do to be, you know, popular? Da 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 da. Fake it and just act real. Make a character. Be you. Make up a character. <laughs> There's plenty, plenty being said when the camera's off. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. It's all again. You surround yourself with smart people, as well, and right. You know, they get you up to that next level. Yeah, but when you have that kind of money, like you're surrounded by yes people. So if you're if you're a dope, it's it, you're 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 gonna be a dope. Mm. You don't just up and get a brand. She didn't just up and get famous. It didn't just up and happen to her. Oh, uh, I'm the general public. I wonder what a uh, uh, an heiress to a hotel fortune is up to. Well, let's start the paparazzi train there. Well, no, you know, no, it you doesn't know just happen. Growing up where I, where I grew up back when you know, we're about the same age. Uh, she, she may be slightly younger than me, Paris Hilton. Is she in her late 30s? Yeah, Stand I think by. she's 37, I thought it said. Recently. Paris Hilton is... Scoop it up, 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 she really 39. Caught, she really caught well, her break. A couple years ago, she uh, said that. Regionally, you know, by going to clubs and, and being photographed, going into, into New York City nightclubs mm-hmm. and uh, kind of being in that scene and getting in the New York Post and on, you know, page six and the paparazzi in New York City would, 
Mm-hmm. You know, really, TMZ is the one that kind of broke her. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, with the advent of, you know, the Internet and a website like TMZ or Radar Online or Perez Hilton, you know, those gossip sites mm-hmm. really put people like her out of the stratosphere. So yeah. we could thank them for her. I think of where TMZ has come from and where they are now, too. You know, back in the day, it was, oh, it's on TMZ. Now, if it's on TMZ, you pretty much believe it. Boy, see if you could find this this video clip. You know, the guy that started TMZ, Harvey Levin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, like, ambushed Paris Hilton once, I think outside her house, and was reading her, like, like, a, like a, a, a comments from their website. And somebody compared her to... And, and Harvey Levin read this to her face. Somebody compares you to a fart in a mitten. And it was like one of the most savage things. A <laughs> fart really in a stuck mitten. with you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Look up fart a in a mitten, Paris Hilton. Nothing sure. No, really. Yeah. <laughs> you sure it wasn't a glove? Maybe fart in a glove. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been a ca- <laughs> maybe catcher's mitt. <laughs> but it was like one of the most savage insults I think I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> to be compared to a fart in a glove or a fart in a mitten. Levin asked Hilton su- about such comments as Paris is just an overused human can't the thing that you mm-hmm. put on there. Uh, Paris is like a fart in a mitten. Golly. She said that to her. Oh, Paris some good to, writing, to, though. Like yeah, when you're compared beautiful. to a fart in a mitten. I don't know. I don't know if you can come back from that. Yeah, one begs the question. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Like, that's such a unique insult. Like, I don't know who said it, but bravo. It's good writing, if nothing else. <laughs> bravo. <Damn>. Bravo. <laughs> it's something I've never heard before and have not heard from since, but I think it's it's it was savage enough to stick with me. Paris Hilton said these comments were mean and sadistic and haunted her for a very long time. Haunted me, too. Haunted me all the way back to the mansion. Up oh, here you go. This is it. Yeah, the audio? All right, here we go. I hope so, yeah. All right, let's see. Go ahead. Ask a couple of questions about TMZ and the comments on it. One second. Okay. I don't, he's going to compare you to a fart in a minute. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't did know not really is. send this into this TMZ, no matter what he said. And I, I, I'm just wondering how you react to that. You know, I didn't read any of those till recently, and um, they're just very hurtful, and I just don't know how people who don't even know me can just come up with such mean and sadistic things. Like, reading them, it just hurts my feelings that people can say things like that about me or my family when they don't even know me. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's really what the response, the yeah, only response it, it, is. It doesn't, it doesn't have him reading the comments. That's just her response. <laughs> man. Man, oh, man. Yeah. Fart in a mitten. Oh, my God. Paris Hilton is like a fart in a mitten. You know it's there, and you can't stand it, but you just can't get rid of it. Who farts in mittens? What? That, that makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense, Moon, but it makes all the as, sense. As funny as it is, I, I'm it still does make trying no sense. to... It, it makes no sense, but it makes all the sense. No, it makes I'm, zero sense. I'm trying sense. to have a connection, really, it really does. just can't, I can't Fart get in it. a mitten is hilarious, but that makes no sense. The more you try to explain it, the farther you're getting from it any connection It connected to me, me. In, a, in a very strange way. When was this interview? Let me, let me see. You no. know it's there. What? I'm sorry. I know it's there. Well, I've never because you can smell it, but you can't see the fart in the mitten. I'm sorry. Like, what? I, I guess. Are you keeping your mittens in your back pocket, baby? Right. This was it's like, this oh, was... I got a fart. Somebody grab a mitten. How old were you in 06? In 06? Four, yeah, fourteen. Was it fourteen years ago? 
How old are you 14 years ago? 25. 28? This was right up your <laughs> fart. They could have said, it's like a fart in a Ziploc bag, and you would have gone, that's the best! You know I mean? <laughs> It's like yeah, a fart in a sleeping you got, bag. You, <laughs> st- you still have to explain it. You still have to have a punchline there. But you could just have the, the fill in the blank. Fart in uh whatever, yeah. and you're going to laugh at it. It's a fart in a cereal box. <laughs> you know, fart in, a sli- fart in a sleeping bag would have made more sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to laugh, but I'm not. it's not going to make sense, so it's not going to stick with me. The fact that it's stuck with you and you can't explain the second part of this punchline. I can't. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Maybe it's the fact that this woman was was ambushed by this this TMZ guy, by the founder of TMZ. Yeah, she's like told, in the gardens or something. And told she was compared to a fart in a mitten. I just love the fact that this was so early on that that Harvey dude walked up and was like, hey, can I ask you a few questions? And her lawyer went, one second. And then looked at her and goes, you think he was filling her in on who he even was? I bet I bet he basically I bet he basically said, Don't say anything that they can use against you. Just say that you're sad. That's it. Yeah. She looked good, by the way. Back then. Yeah. That was her that was her I'm way too skinny face. The fart in a mitten. Mm. Not necessarily. (laughs) Skinny little fart. That was when that was 0607 was when like that's when they were like, she's sick. Remember? Because that's when, that hey, was after the sex tape. Stop, and- being a, stop being a fart and a sneaker, all right? <laughs> <laughs> that means nothing to me, so I'm going to continue to be a fart and a sneaker. Until you can explain to me what the hell what that means, saying. I'm going to do it. A fart in my nose. That would make sense, right? Anywhere but a mitten. Yeah, yeah, mitten. It's a, how about this? How about this? This would be the perfect one. Fart in a jar. Paris, Paris Hilton is like fart a fart. jar. No, Paris Hilton is like a fart in an elevator. Or I said sleeping bag. Uh, 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 yeah, an elevator would make the most sense, probably. Paris Hilton's like a fart in an elevator because you know it's there, you just can't get rid of it. And you're trapped. <laughs> <laughs> that does make more sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Team Riz, remember the day Let's brought go to back you by. In time. Yes, Jeff. It's, someone has just explained the fart in a mitten to us because the odor becomes trapped in the fabrics. Of the mitten. I understand no, the no, reason why. That. Yeah, Which who, you just can't eliminate. We're guessing the person who made the comment thinks Paris is the odor and the world is the fabric. Okay. Moon is Moon is asking, who is farting in mittens? I think who selected that particular <laughs> piece of clothing? Who grabs a mitten and goes, I'm tooting in this? Because you like I mean, it, it would make more sense if you're going to go that route, like a fart in a scarf. It kind of... <laughs> right, yeah. A little rhyme. And yeah, it, I like it's it's Dr. Seuss. It flows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Layla. Both locations now offering delivery to place an order. Uh, call them or visit LaylaSTL.com. From St. Anne, Zachary Miller. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Way to go, pal. Been uh, listening to the Riz Show for about eight years now, which I wow. believe Zachary is a time traveler. Yeah. Wow. We've man. only been on the air for six years, so I'm assuming. This is, we are in seven right now, yeah. It's 2022. Yeah. I'm assuming he is from the future. And wow. we are still on the air. All right, we got at least one more year, guys. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Great Wait, week, guys. Does he does he mention that it's a five person show? Like <laughs> <laughs> his next line is, is he remembers the eulogy at Jeff. <laughs> oh my goodness. He uh. Oh <laughs> shut up, Scott. <laughs> Don't you chime in with your wows. The only thing you from said, the mic. The only thing you've said today is from eight miles away. You've got wow. <laughs> You know, I would have locked asked that, actually, if, if Scott wouldn't have said anything. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, he says he will uh, certainly rock his sick-ass Team Riz jersey at damn near every public event until the colors fade. And he's told it. he can no longer gain entry into a venue because his nipple is showing mm. through the hole in the jersey. That's dedication. I like that. 
guess he's Please not. wash it. I guess he has bad nipples. And his favorite person on the show by far is Tony Patrico's dad. <laughs> you don't know Zach Miller, Razor Nipples? <laughs> Razor Nipples Miller? Zachary Miller from St. Anne, Team Riz Member of the Day. It's super sweet. Team Riz Member of the Day soccer jersey. Make sure we get the uh, nipples reinforced on his. <laughs> the built-in pasties. Hey, has he's got padded nips on him? Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Uh, somebody look up if uh, fartnamitten.com is uh, taken up. <laughs> Who would want to buy that? You better not waste your money on that. Just give me the $7 a month. I think it's less likely than uh, fart in a scarf. I'm telling you, if you're, if you're thinking about if you're thinking about buying that domain, just please stop and give us the $7 a month. We will split it four ways. Dude, that's your band, that's your band name. Riz and the farts in a scarf. Or just a fart in a scarf. Hey, what's up? I'm Farts, and these are the scarves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got uh, news coming at you next. Hey, podcasters, Jeff Burton for stlsinuscenter.com. St. Louis Sinus Center. Dr. Gould and the amazing staff over there want to help you out with your chronic sinus problems. If it's not going away or if there's several, several problems, you know, a handful of times a month, it's chronic and you need help, Dr. Gould has that help in the balloon sinus dilation. Look it up on their website, stlsinuscenter.com. Watch the videos of the clients that have had this done and they walk away from their chronic sinus problems for the rest of their life. You don't have to suffer all the time. You don't have to, your, your significant other doesn't have to suffer. Give them a call. Go to their website. Make an appointment. Watch the videos. Balloon sinus dilation can be the key for you. I want you to feel better. Dr. Gould and the staff there are amazing. Call them. 314-473-5433. STLSinusCenter.com. Hey, it's Jeff Burton here. Let me tell you about the good people and my good friends at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, locally owned and family owned since 1976. And today, the area's largest retailer of tires and expert auto service. Going strong now with 41 convenient locations to serve you. And they now have another brand new store opening up in Edwardsville, Illinois. Second store in the area, as a matter of fact. Uh, Dobbs, obviously, without a doubt, the most convenient place you and your family can go for expert tire and automotive service because the work is done right the first time. How important is that? And most competitive prices in town because uh, they're open early and open late as well. And because they respect how busy your days can be. Uh, No matter which Dobbs you go to, you can count on the friendly and professional team of associates to be ready to serve you. Go to gotodobbs.com, then get into Dobbs today. Hey, this is Harlan Williams, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Kind of sounds like rubbing a beard into a ceiling fan with baby owl feathers. Oh, and happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833-618-398-3833. The Bud Light Seltzer webcams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z show. Your emails, Riz show at 1057thepoint.com. We'll make our real or fake picks later. Sorry, Tones. You know what's coming later on. Oh, yeah, I sure do. Thank you to both the Buffalo Bills and the San Francisco 49ers for putting on an offensive showcase yesterday, apparently. Yeah, it looks like uh, Tony Patrico uh, is the big loser. You for... did say that you were going to take my shots, and you I said that I was in the clear, really right? cool of you. It really was nice of you. And Tones, I agree with you. I think it was one of the best games of the year. <laughs> like, it was awesome. I did not say that. Stop it. Tony was the loser for this uh, this week's Pick'em Challenge, and you will be facing seven, seven shots today. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was either you or Scott, and uh, high-scoring game meant Tony was facing the firing squad. Neato, guys. Neato. It, it was the first thing I did when I when I woke up this morning. I looked at that score, and it was, what, 57 points? Something like that. <laughs> Oops. <sighs> Sorry, pal. Mm. It's close. Yeah, man, it's okay. I wonder what the uh, the average is because I swear these I'm last, gonna go fifty from here on. These out. last couple Mondays have been high scoring games. Period. Even the games that shouldn't be, even the teams that shouldn't be scoring a lot. Like, it, 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 is the defense weaker on Monday? I don't know. Maybe the offense is more more rested. That could be too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What is the average score for a Monday night football game? I swear it used to be. I mean, the past couple of seasons we've been we've been playing this, it rarely got over and it, forty-five. And you'd have to say you'd have to say in the modern era. Yeah, yeah, you can't go back to like the sixties. I just feel like the last couple of years that we've gone down in tiebreakers, it has rarely gone over forty-five. When did Monday Night Football start? Seventies? Mm. Mm, no, it was before that. Was it sixties? Uh, I don't know. It before that? Oh, I thought it was after that. I don't know. I thought it was an eighties thing. It says, uh, what is the average score on a Monday night NFL football game? And the average score is 28. 28 total. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I guess, I mean, that's since it started. Oh, 28 points. Per team? No. For total average? total points? It says, what is the average score on Monday night NFL football games? And it says 28. That seems quite low. Sure does. Maybe that's maybe that's per team. I don't know. Well, you got to think. You got your outliers that are like when the game's seven to three, that's going to bring the average way down. That would, that would make sense. Fifty-two points, maybe the average, because it's twenty. You, know, you think fifty-two points is the average? Would you say twenty-eight. So it's it'd be like fifty-six. September nineteen seventy was the first Monday night it football. Should be fifty-six. Wait, fifty-six points. The first uh, televised Monday night football game was September twenty-first, nineteen seventy. Seventy. Oh, okay. Uh, also, we're going to play uh, one of my favorite games, Back This Track Up. Fabulous prizes, including our original prize packs and $50 gift cards and voodoo movie passes to check out the new movie Songbird. Okay, so I'm, I'm looking here, Riz, and I just clicked on a random year. I clicked on 1992, okay? There's a game where it was 3 nothing. There's a game where it was 7-6. to six. There's a game where it was 41-7. Uh, to seven. So, like, you're going all over both sides. Here's a game that ended in a 7-7 seven to seven tie. That's why I think you have to find, like, the median score. Average would not work in this case. 13-2. Right? to two. Here's a game that finished in overtime 12-9. That's all over the place. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by... West County Auto Body, the best auto body repair facility in the country. Man, I'm thinking these kids are going to be so grounded. <laughs> Ooh, you in trouble now. Ooh, man, these kids are in trouble. <laughs> so close to the holidays, too. Santa's watching. Santa, did Santa finish up the list? The naughty or nice list? He still has to check it twice. I think, well, I think he checked it I think maybe time. checked it once. Yeah, that's it. Not that second time. He's, uh, second pass through right now. Uh, man, you got a 12-year-old and a 7-year-old from uh, from New York City. They took one of their parents' uh, Range Rovers, and <laughs> they were found near the New Jersey-Delaware border. Oh, man. Boy, oh, boy. They just wanted to get there and say... I'm in Delaware. <laughs> Hi. I'm in Delaware. That's a Wayne, uh, Wayne's World reference. It is. Yeah, I so never 12, would have got that, ever. 12 and 7-year-old. Oh, that's when they were messing around with the uh, with the green screen. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I've seen Wayne's World both one and two, maybe once. We're in Hawaii. That's it. Maybe once. You didn't like it? 
It was, I was very young when I when it came out. They said Mukalakihiki. When did, when did that come out? Cast the Mahala. When did that come out? Oh man, ninety-two, uh, uh, Ooh, maybe even before that. I was six. Before that, I was no, six no, in ninety-one. No. Uh, eighty-nine, ninety. No. Yeah, it was right around. It was, was it really pretty early? Wayne's World ninety-two. Wow. Wayne's World two ninety-three. And it wow. came after. Mm. Came after that crazy? Was one of the reasons why it was a success. That's clever. They so, did that. so these two kids are cousins. Uh, police got a call yesterday morning around ten from one of the parents saying, "Hey, uh, we think the two kids, boy and a girl, have have taken the car. Uh, they they were in Queens. They were driving towards Staten Island, and they just kept going. They were caught more than a hundred miles away, and they were busted. Tried to use the family credit card at a rest stop." When the uh, when the credit card got got pinged, and they made it across the Delaware border, they were busted on the other side of a toll plaza, a New Jersey Delaware toll plaza, and the kids were being held uh, by police until they were reunited with uh, with family yesterday afternoon. I cannot imagine <laughs> that drive to go get the kids. Yeah, dude. I can't. I, I mean, twelve and seven. So I, I got a twelve year old, and just who's driving? Who's driving first? I'm of assuming all? it's a 12 year old. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, wait a second. We got a seven year old, too. <laughs> oh, man, I can't imagine either of them driving, but putting them in a car and then saying, see how far you get. So is it seen red whenever you go pick them up, or are you just excited they're okay? Oh, man, oh, I'm sure it's dude. a combo of both. Yeah. I probably won't see red. If, if I was in that scenario with my kids in particular, yeah. which aren't troublemakers. I I think I wouldn't see red until a few weeks from now. Oh no. Oh no. Knowing they were safe, knowing they were safe and not injured in, in any way, it would be seeing red the entire the entire drive. Maybe a tinge of thank God they're okay. <laughs> I don't think it would. You mean me. on the drive to go get them? On the drive to go get them. Oh boy. I think I'd still be dealing with all the the mental yes. terrorism of 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 the what ifs. No, because if the what ifs are are going on when you don't know where they are. Yeah. yeah, I know, but I'm just saying my, my I think my brain would still be in that holy cow. I'd and be you'd so be pissed. thinking too like how the heck are they going to pay for that gas they used? The family what? credit card. Did it say oh, okay. the reason why the kids did this cuz that would be in my head like where did I go to where a 12 my 12 and 7 year old you did can't this? rationalize with kids that age. Well, but you're still going to think that though. Yeah. Like why the hell did my kid do this? You are what grounded the hell? for 15 And you years. imagine the drive back with them in the car? Oh man. Dad, I shut up. No, but I want no. Well, you probably got one one kid in one car, the other kid in the other car with yeah. them. Oh yeah, you then think, they got to get two cars. Two you think cars you'll home. you think you'll just be able to tell a twelve year old no and stop talking? This is a person Absolutely. that just stole your yeah. Land Rover and, right. and paid for gas with a credit card in, in another state. Anybody have this? Anybody have this situation? <laughs> like this isn't a person that's going. This isn't a kid that's like, okay, Dad, sorry, what? Yeah, I took my parents' car once without permission, and but I I had my driver's license. I, I took once when I didn't have it, but he never found out about it. But the closest thing to this, I'm just talking about how uncomfortable the drive home was with the kid, was when I was in grade school, remember, I, you know how they used to come and do the eye test every year at your school? Remember that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I told, I faked it and said I needed glasses so bad I couldn't see anything. Like I was like seven and then it was a zero you know that sort <laughs> mm -hmm. of thing so i had to go you know i just wanted the attention of going to the doctor and getting glasses look at me with my glasses yeah yeah yeah. i was just that kid in this moment my brother did that same and, thing yeah and my dad 
uh, was a sheet metal worker. So you ain't working, you ain't getting paid. And he had to take a day off work and take me to the eye doctor. And we were in the exam room less than 30 seconds. And the doctor was like, he doesn't need glasses. Oh, yeah. figured out you were faking it. Oh, oh dude. Boy. I mean, the walk down the hallway when we left <laughs> oh, the doctor's man. office, I was just like, can we just stay here at the hospital while you beat my ass so you can just take me down to the emergency room? <laughs> wow. Which my dad never lifted a finger on me. How but, old were you? Oh, I, I was in grade school, so it was somewhere between first grade and eighth grade, somewhere around there. That's like a thing, and man. And it was, I mean, he did the math on how much money he lost that day, plus the doctor's appointment, which I had to pay him back. Oh, and, my God. Oh, as- you paid the copay? Well, I mean, not right away. I had to work it off. Right. I mean. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's great. Oh, and my eyes were still dilated. So I was like, if he's swinging, I'm not even going to be able to see it. <laughs> it was a brutal drive home. Even brutal. so, that's a giant jump from that to stealing the land right Yes. There. Well, that's true. I mean, oh, that's yeah. that's insane. And 12-year-olds, too. To it, make like, it 100 miles, that's I remember my, my brother, good. My brother when he was that age, he, he did the same thing. He wanted glasses. He wanted a cast. He wanted, you oh, know, like uh, all, yeah. this, all this different stuff. But- you guys know twelve-year-olds, and and like I said, I raised a couple already, I and got, I got, got a twelve-year-old. Twelve-year-old at home, and they're vastly different. Twelve is still like that area where like it could be a a really like somehow aware kid that's stealing cars and using you know credit cards for gasoline and all that. But yet there's a real innocence there too. But that's what I'm saying still. because but then the next twelve-year-old you meet is like just you know uh, what's the word? That's the age for the turn. <laughs> right. So, like, if they haven't turned yet, they're still, like, just innocent little kids. Uh, and and that, that's the great thing about, or that's the hard thing about a kid turning 18, and you guys will figure this out, too, is that when you do dumbass stuff like this at 12, it's it's not there forever. But now, when you're 18, you do this, it's here forever. You can get in trouble. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've told my kids, you've done dumb stuff before, but once you turn 18, it'll follow you the rest of your life. So knock it off. All right. I'm going to I'm gonna warn parents right now. We're going to talk about the man from the North Pole. So... Yeah, that guy was going to come on the 25th. <laughs> so shut her down for two minutes, okay? Maybe three, three, four minutes the most, okay? Start your timer. Start your timer right now. You know, with Santa behind plexiglass this year, is it time to sit your kids down and have the talk? So how old, this is a survey asked people, how old they were when they stopped expecting Santa to come visit? Mm-hmm. And over half of us were younger than ten. I think I was about nine. Yeah, I don't. I don't recall to be honest. I think I was about eight. I remember nine, the I last remember. year for my little brother because I remember there was there was uh, uh, bells on the front doorknob and they you know they shook right as Santa was leaving mm-hmm. and, and all that kind of stuff. But I don't remember on myself. The most yeah. common answer is eight. Yeah, se- second, third grade for me. Yeah. And it's because of cousin. You know, our cousin ruined See, it. And I think I was later. I was like probably like fifth grade. Yeah, and I would have been too had I not had the older cousin. Yeah. 11% said four or five, 10%, uh, I'm sorry, 18% said six or seven, 20% were eight or nine, 18% were 10 or 11, 12% were older than that. There was that sweet year, that just amazing year where I was in the know and my brother was not. I loved yeah. that year. Mm. So what's the cutoff? What's the cutoff age for kids today? The most common answer is 10. Oh, my, wow. my daughter's nine, and she's a believer. My huh. my son is is eleven, and he will not admit that he doesn't believe because he believes that if he does admit it, he will not get anything. Oh, it sucks That's from brilliant. there on out. Socks and shirts from there on out. The seven year old in the house uh, was just recently told, okay, 
And you know the elf, you know the, the thing with the elf, right? You can't yeah, touch yeah, it or yeah. it loses its magic. Like he will go around and talk about how uh, what he now knows. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be delicate with my words here. He goes around and he brags about how he now is in the know and, you know, this person of authority that he loves very much told him the truth and all that. Yet, he will not touch that thing. Hmm. Yeah. So there is a... You have no believers in the house anymore. Well, no, I, I, listen, he says he doesn't, but he won't touch that thing, which shows like <laughs> so did you, there is a risk did you versus guys just reward out, Did you guys here. just out and tell him? No, not us. Somebody no. else did? Yeah, somebody else did. Which is, you know, totally fine. Like, this is probably the age anyway, but I'm, I'm impressed that his siblings haven't said anything. Man, we're gonna, yeah, that's this really is the, I think this is the final year for us. For both? Yeah. I think like, I you're going to have the talk? I think I'm going to. Why? See, we're just going to Let cruise. it happen. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm saying. That's what happened to me. We're just yeah. cruising. Yeah. I, school. I, found, I found a bag, a trash bag, in my parents' closet when I was looking for, I don't even know, I think I was like looking for one of my dad's sh pairs of shoes that I wanted to wear to school or something, and I found a bag in there, and I was like, what is this? Like, it was like some dress-up day, and oh, I needed I dress say, shoes. He is quite short. And I needed dress shoes or something. <laughs> And uh, it was like dress up like a businessman or some some crap like that. And I went into his room and I was like, "Huh, my, what is that bag right there?" And I opened it up, and I was like, "Oh, these are probably the presents for my cousins and things like that when we go places." And on the thing, it said to Tony, and it said from the big guy. And I was like, mm. God. "What? What?" Uh -huh. And I never and I never said anything. I never told my folks. You never told your folks that like, Santa was hiding your freaking presence in I your know, closet? I never oh, told anything, but the next year, the next year, I remember it was, you know, like, time to get your Christmas list together, and I was like, it's good, I'll just tell you what I want. And, it, like, that was it. That's how Honestly, it was explained. the, uh, the oh, elf is, wow. is annoying. Yeah? It is. It's. Uh, I saw him move early this morning. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but our, ours hadn't moved accidentally for three days. Already. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> He's not floating on a ceiling, Come is he? On, man. It's not, it's not my job. Oh, I Why get isn't it? Because <laughs> that's somebody else's job. I get, a, I get a text. I have enough on my mind when, I'm, when I go downstairs at 3 o'clock in the morning. I was going to say, I get a text the night before. every other morning from Mallory that says, Oh my gosh, did the elf move? My kids yes, and I go it, up to bed at the same time. Got it, thank you. <laughs> it's not my job. Somebody else's job in the house. They've been derelict in their duties. Boy. You should have just done what everybody that I see on social media is doing. So the elf shows up on December 2nd, or or pretty much whenever you want it to. Like, ours shows up on Black Friday. But I think, like, yeah, the story goes... Black Friday, too. I think the story goes December 2nd is when he shows up. And uh, I've seen people online that put him in a glass jar and says, uh, because of COVID-19, Elfie has to quarantine for 14 days. Mm-hmm. So they, so they got all the way through the 16th covered. 24-day quarantine for, yeah. for us. Just kidding. I love it. It's one, of, it's, it's one of my favorite things to do. I got mine, like, hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, until it gets a little too clever. Yesterday, I came home and, uh, and oh, shoot, what's his name? I think his name's Luke from Luke Skywalker. And he was uh, making a snow angel, which I thought was clever. This is cute. Like, oh, he made a snow angel in this big pile of fl uh, flour that I got to clean up later. Yeah. And then I realized, guys, it's powdered sugar. That's all over the place now. Powdered uh, sugar. I did that. I did that last time. We're running out of high spots. Powdered sugar. What are we? Are we? Are we inviting ants? We're, we're rolling You'll, back to the same to the same places. You'll love this. Christmas ants. You ready for this one? So I took the the I took flour. 
And I put it, well, what I did was I put cling wrap on the counter. Oh, that would have been lovely. Then I put flour down. <laughs> then I put a little snow angel and put the elf on there. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get cutesy. I'm going to take these nerds that I got that are red, white, and green nerds. And I'm going to sprinkle it all around. It'd be really cute. It'd be really awesome. And I went to open up the box of nerds and I opened it upside down. And nerds mm. went oh. everywhere oh, nice all kids. over my kitchen. Oh, the saran wrap. That's a great idea. It's perfect, because when I was done, I went like this. Corner, 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 trash can. <sighs> yeah, yeah, and maybe, and maybe it'll be different for you once the kids are more aware and they're, and they, I don't know, my kids are always around. Last always night. Always around me. Or yesterday, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, Elvis Presley, Elvis Presley had a kebab skewer, and he was knife fighting with Barbie. They were knife fighting. My kids came into my house. In the house? That's in the an house. outside activity. Yeah. They, my kids came into the house, and you would have thought it was the coolest thing they've ever seen. That gives me enough motivation to keep doing it and keep coming up with cool things. Yeah, today, today that little that little SOB got right in the pretzel jar, and he is stuffed in that pretzel in jar. In the pretzel what jar. What a jerk. Mm. Wow. Yeah, whenever I lived at Moon's, uh, the littlest one in the house, sometimes he'd come in there, uh, you know, in the morning, he'd say, hey, uh, Elf didn't move. I'm going to leave the room. Can he move? And uh, see if you could you talk to him and have him move real quick, and then I'll come back in and try to find him. I'm like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so he would, <laughs> it was great. Yeah, yeah Shut your eyes and pray. Every yeah. couple of days, he's a little slow. Uh, these are some uh, very- the elf, that is. Yes. <laughs> these are, these are uh, some uh, very considerate thieves right here. Uh, last Wednesday morning, uh, some thieves blew up a Wells Fargo ATM in a parking lot in Philadelphia so they could get the cash inside. But before they detonated the explosion, they set up traffic cones Aww. to redirect, to redirect <laughs> traffic away from the ATM. Oh, my goodness. This is like that, during the day. Yeah. Isn't that nice? That is That nice. way, no cars would be caught in the blast. That was smart. The thieves were gone by the time the cops got there, and now the cops are trying to track them down. But, yeah, it's nice of them. That's very nice. Very nice of them. All right. You tell me if this is an overreaction. It's an overreaction. I don't know. <laughs> And you've got to give uh, give this guy at least a little leeway on on not understanding how hair salons work. But uh, it's it, it's it's been a while. But back in uh, back on November twenty fourth, a forty six year old bald guy named Jeffrey Jeffrey Trent went to a hair salon in Kentucky and asked for a product that could bring him his hair back. That don't, I, that's not how salons work. I don't think so. Mm. No. I mean, they the told technology him, is there. They told him, sir. There's no such thing. <laughs> and that made him so upset. Police said he, quote, became belligerent and created a disturbance inside the business. And he was arrested for disorderly conduct. On his uh, on his arrest report, his hair color is listed as bald. <laughs> what are you supposed to put on that? Is it bald, I guess? I never considered that. I never even thought about it. Is is that a is that an acceptable or you write answer? None. Clear would hair work. Hair color. <laughs> clear, <laughs> clear. Invisible. <laughs> I mean, I guess you put your natural hair because, I mean, because you still got beard and eyebrows and, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. We're, yeah, we're mammals. Yeah, I guess what so. is on original answer? What co hair color is listed on a driver's license of a bald man? If the person is completely bald and no chance of regrowth, then none, if possible. If a person's hair has a chance to regrow, then the color their hair was the last time they had it ah. is supposed to be on. You would think, though, if, uh, I mean, for a legal uh for, uh, and the, uh, when I when I say legal, I'm talking about like if if somebody's looking for somebody, description wise, bald, right? I mean, yeah. Don't wouldn't you have yeah. to disclose that? I suppose. Or a hair color, none. Uh, none would work too. Huh. Um. 
What's okay. the most? What a side tangent. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, what a it's side. It's a curious thing that, like, you're hey, like, wait oh, a minute, hey guys. I just realized that <laughs> I've, I've never about thought about this. Uh, I think uh, King Scott touched upon this in the headline goo yesterday. The highest paid legal prostitute in the U.S. is a woman named Alice Little. She uh, she works at the Moonlight Bunny Ranch in Mound House, Nevada. Mm. Alice time with her name. Alice Little. She is the highest paid legal prostitute in the U.S., Alice Little. And she has sued the Nevada state government for shutting down brothels in March and keeping them closed as, as basically everything else opened up. There she is. That's the most, that's the highest paid legal prostitute that's right there. That's her on the left, right? Oh, man, that's... Um... That's a, that's a bummer because I think you yeah, and I picked up on the same thing right away. Because yeah. she looks like a she looks she like looks a young like girl. A child. She oh, looks she looks gosh. super young. That's wow. A, oh. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, look at this. This is this is mm. interesting yep. and, and not a good way. Yeah. No. Mm. Well, anyway, anyway, uh, you know how much she was making before the pandemic? A million dollars a year. Wow. One million dollars a year. Good for her, man. So $1 million a year. You think, okay, things have been shut down for a while. She'd be okay. Probably got a savings account. She has set up a, an OnlyFans account to uh, support herself during the lockdown. What are you doing with your money? Well, well, she's probably her, making the same amount doing that. That's her business. I didn't mean to say much. Just questioning. Mm-hmm. Oh, Scott. <laughs> What'd you say? Wait, what did you say? <laughs> said, Sorry, I didn't mean to say mount. What? Same mount as same before. mount, same mount, sex workers. That's why I said, "Oh, Scott, I'm so lost. mount, yeah. mounting, like mount you mount yeah, someone." Same, he just said that same word. Mount, oh, mount, same mount. Oh, same oh mount okay. As before. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so she's also set up a, a GoFundMe page to help fund the lawsuit, or the lawsuit, which uh, so far has raised uh, fifty five hundred bucks. So on the GoFundMe page, she writes, "As many of uh, you know, uh, legal battles aren't cheap." This lawsuit has been self-funded up to this point, and now I'm asking for your help to allow me to pursue this case all the way through to a successful victory. The brothel's closure affects far more than just myself. It affects an entire network of working women and staff who are all suffering financially as a direct result of the Nevada governor's refusal to reopen these business, uh, these respected adult businesses, hence the need for legal action. Oh, she's a YouTuber, too. So I think she does really well there. Million dollars a year. Oh, damn. She's got her got that thing going on. Oh there my goodness. And she stands at four eight. Oh man. That's pretty creepy. Yeah, it's real creepy. I met the uh, the guy. He's, he's now dead, Dennis Hoff. Uh, right, Dennis Hoff? Mm-hmm. Hoff. 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 Yeah. Yeah, you offered me a free trip out to the uh, bunny ranch with my wife. How did it go? I didn't go. How did did she have a good time? She didn't go either. Oh. He goes, Yeah, you and your wife, you know, come on out. You know, get what you want. Huh? Remember that? Eh. I do remember that. Yeah, it's Come not by, just look at a menu, see what happens. That's, hey, he said, yeah, bring your wife. Whatever you want. Yeah. Thank you, but no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not getting involved in whatever's going on here. Unless, is there a backpack of cash <laughs> that I can take down to the strip? Yeah, we're and not gamble and have fun and do yeah what I want. You say whatever you want. You never know. This, uh, should I take the cash equivalent? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
oh man, that's not for me. Whatever, whatever he wanted, Mm-mm. whatever he was in, insinuating, and I know he was when he was insinuating. You think you so? And the wife have a good time. Whatever you have on the house. Oh, so just drinks, huh? For free. Everything. Nice. Everything. Uh, oh, so yeah, snacks no. too. <laughs> Passarounds. Mm. Uh, a forty-eight-year-old man from Italy broke the country's uh, lockdown when he needed uh, some space after an argument with his wife. Uh, he hiked for a week with no supplies. <laughs> Whoa, oh my God. Must have really wanted out of the house. He wound up 280 miles away when the cops caught him. And his wife had to drive across the country to get him. And when she got there, the cops made her pay 480 bucks for violating the coronavirus restrictions. Well, that should Imagine whatever the problem was. That ride home. Oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine that ride home. Not only did you walk out of the house for a week, you left, no supplies. Now she got to come get you and pay almost 500 bucks. You know, and then I, drive you home. He, You're probably, in trouble. He, he probably got home and got a phone call from his best buddy, and he said, "Totally worth it." Yeah. <laughs> God, imagine the the just you just taking a walk, clear my head. Hey Giuseppe, everything okay? Everything's okay now. That was totally <laughs> worth totally it. Totally worth it. And uh, <laughs> finally, talking about breaking quarantine, a guy in Taiwan was fined thirty five hundred bucks for breaking quarantine for eight seconds. Eight seconds. They are not screwing around over there in Taiwan. <laughs> so the guy was quarantine, quarantining in a hotel when he, just for eight seconds, stepped out of his room into the hallway. And he was caught on surveillance camera by hotel staff who then contacted the country's Department of Health. And he was fined 100000 Taiwan dollars, about 3500 bucks. And under Taiwan's quarantine rules, people are not allowed to leave their rooms no matter for how long. One second, eight seconds, five minutes. It don't matter. Rules is rules. Rules is rules. <laughs> and that is your news. All right, so after the break, should we do uh, Should we do our game? Sure. Should we play our game? We're playing Back This Track Up. <laughs> King Scott, load up the phones. So uh, Tony has uh, put together the game where I will play a clip. The song will be backwards. We will have to figure out what the song is. So I'm playing, Moon is playing, King Scott is playing. Jeff Burton is our lifeline. We got one lifeline each. Good luck, guys. How many songs we got? Uh, four apiece, so 12 total. 12 songs altogether. Out of 12, how many will we get correct? And uh, I'd love you guys to play along at home. 314-624-3833-618-398-3833. We will play next. Hello, I am Elias, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. He's still in the WWE, right? Yep. He was great when we had him on. I remember. He just released an album. I remember uh, I remember being quite intimidated when he walked in. Very big guy. And uh, super nice. Like, sweet guy. Actually, like, pretty sweet guy. Remember, we were screwing with him the whole time too. He was, he was, he was cool, man. Alive. He wanted to go to uh, Wayback Point Fest. Yeah, it was cool. All right, let's give away some stuff. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free. Sh- All right, we have a fifty dollars gift card and a voodoo pass to check out the new film Songbird. On demand everywhere this Friday from the producer of The Purge and A Quiet Place. Come Songbird. Starring Craig Robinson, Bradley Whitford, and Demi Moore, uh, K.J. Appa, and Sophia Carson. On demand everywhere this Friday. 
Also, we have a uh, racial prize back to give away. So we are playing Back This Track Up. So Patrico put together the game, uh, 12 songs all together, played backwards. And we just had to figure out what the songs are. That's it. So That's I'm playing, it. Moon's playing, and King Scott is playing. Okay. Jeff Burton, we each have one Jeff Burton lifeline. You know this Songbird movie. I do. This Songbird movie is the COVID-19 has mutated and the world's in its fourth pandemic year. This is the movie that was shot about the pandemic. Uh, Remember, you had that in Crap Home, where it's like, yeah. it's got the first film. It's been the first movie oh, shot about. in the streets about COVID-19. Oh. And... Oh. <laughs> oh, that was some harmony. Mm. Nice. We've been practicing. Yeah, I know. Nico races across the empty streets of L.A. and attempt to save her. <laughs> All right, so out of 12, how many will we collectively get correct? Uh, shall we practice? Uh, Jeff, I want you included in this In, this in the practice? practice? In okay. the practice, too. You are the lifeline. All right. Lucky you guys. I don't shout it out. You guys ready? Here we go. Here is an example. Uh, that's enough. We know what this is. Scott, you know what it is? Don't say it yet. Okay. Moon, you know what it is? I believe so. Jeff, you know what it is? I know the artist. I'm not sure which Miley Cyrus song. song. I know it is. you know the song. <laughs> <laughs> it is not Miley Cyrus. Oh, then I'm out. Um, can you hear me the band? Yes, I can believe it's ACDC. ACDC. The song is Thunderstruck. 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 All right. It's DCAC. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the phones. And uh, let me see here, uh, Cameron. Good morning. Hello. Uh, standing by. All right, Cameron, how many? Ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> let's go eight. Eight. Okay, hang on. Uh, Stephen, how many? Stand by. Uh, let's do seven, please. Seven, okay. Uh, Jacob, how many? Let's go nine. Nine, okay. Uh, Chris, how many? Hey, happy birthday, Riz. Hey, how about thanks, eight? Eight, okay. Uh, Josh, how many? Uh, ten, please. Ten. And Tim, how many? Happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, I'll buddy. also go 10. 10. All right, we got two eights, two tens, a Ooh. seven and a nine. Tony, who are we starting with? Uh, I believe Moon All is right. the first one. Moon. Right. Oh, yes. Are you ready? I am ready, sir. Time to back this track Here up. Here we go. Oh my goodness. Oh, uh, this is good. This is going to kill me. I think this is a 90s thing. I feel like I know this. Uh, can I hear it one more time? I feel like there's a riff in the beginning. Of Got it, baby. Two princes. Two princes. Yeah. Yeah. That feels so good. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. It's one of those that, like, it was crushing me, and I had no reference point. And then when I got yeah, it, it took me a second. Too. I had it, but maybe we shouldn't say if I have it or not, since I'm a lifeline. Right? Oh yeah. 
right? Yeah, you not? need to be quiet. You yeah. need to not show any reaction or oh, anything. Oh, man. The guitar solo. I had to run the <laughs> entire Tony, guitar solo. You're right, Tony. You're right. I should. Although, I, I didn't I didn't think Moon was going to go with you first first one. I don't think he's going to, period. None, none of you should. Well, I mean, if, if, if Jeff goes <laughs> like this. I don't know it. If Jeff goes like this, woo, and you go, do you know it? And he goes, I think I got it. Then Moon's going to go, all right, yeah, what is it? Yeah. Right, right, yeah. If I yeah. have no guess, well, that one I had to actually mouth the entire solo in the corner of the room, <laughs> and then when I was like, oh, "Okay, okay, now I got it, yeah." You worked it out. All right, King Scott, this is for you. All right, pay attention. <laughs> yeah, you know, Ele Muck Muck. Yeah, the Muck song. Uh, can you do that again? Okay. Oh, you got it. Come on. I was this year's old. Like, it was this year that I learned an interesting fact about okay, this Okay, be quiet. It's not going to help <laughs> no him No slim biscuit. He knows nothing about me. Uh... Don't look at him. Don't look at him. Oh, and wait, shake your it's head. Uh, no. Not um, that. This is a bogus. This no, game sucks. No, no. Uh, um, he's not going to get it. Butterfly. Uh, Three, two. Uh, give me an answer. Butter. Uh, something. Give me an answer. You're my butterfly. You're my. What was it? That's not the correct answer. It's just butterfly. Ah, oh, I was right the first time. That sounds like Limp Biscuit. You just gave it away, by the way. He got it wrong. How did I give anything away? Because he goes, I know it's Limp Biscuit, and you looked at him and you went, I can't You instinctively went, I can't and they changed it. <laughs> just so you, you better know. better put him in an isolation room. As your guy's lifeline, I wrote down the Come Come My Lady song. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, that was Muck Muck. <laughs> muck Muck is Come muck. Come My Lady. Oh, muck Muck. See, Jeff, you know the songs, you just can't. The titles. Yeah, the titles. The titles. Yeah. I just learned this year that that was a uh, it was a Chili Peppers riff. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Really? Didn't know that. Yeah. Mother's milk. And now, and now you did. Ah. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, oh, my turn. You know what it is, Moon? No, I don't. That's the thong song, baby. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Congrats wow. on knowing that. <laughs> wow. Man, I had no idea. That was really tough. It took me about 20 seconds to get it. Holy I wrote down cow. French cut. I'm I, glad I you was, got it. I was stumped at the beginning. Glad you got it. I was man. gonna start yelling. I don't think anybody else would have had a guess. I was gonna start yelling, but then I, I <laughs> why are we gonna start yelling? Like, why would you give me this kind of song? But I, I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> but I didn't. So you two out of three so far, yeah, right? Jeffy, the scorekeeper too. Yes, sir. Okay, if that's okay. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. I'm Scott, not stepping on toes, am the, I? The last game you were in, you can go ahead. No, man. I'm not. I'm not saying it. Are you sure, buddy? The last game that we did this, you know, around like Scott was undefeated. You remember that? How he just crushed. No, he got zero right. <laughs>
Moon, this is for you, okay? No, he was almost undefeated. He was defeated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take the on away. All right, Moon, ready? Uh, I think so. Here we go. Shh, shh. I think I got it. I mean, my only guess here is uh, is take on me just from the the steps, but... You want to play it again? Yes, please. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll just go take on me. Take on me! Yes! That's a tougher one. You would assume that it'd be a bit more obvious in the uh, in the reverse, but for me, it it's wasn't. It's not. It's almost a whole new song. Yeah, because it sounds deeper that way. Yeah, like that. The the, the first note slash last yeah. note was just Scott, did you know like that? a different tone. Yeah, you know it. Okay. Yeah. Let's see if you can. Let's see if you know well, this let's one. Let's see if I can get this one. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Here's your song, Scott. Don't you say it. Don't you say it. damn thing. Stay over there. Come on. You know it, Jeff? Oh, no, no. Can't say. I can't say. <laughs> A little bit of my life. Let's see here. Um, is that the uh, thong song? Dang it. I don't know. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> is that an answer? <laughs> yeah. He already had the thong song. <laughs> and it's oh. nothing like that. Fudge. You're right. <laughs> That's why it's in my brain. Did you get, Was that a real guess? I thought it was a joke. No, he was no. dead serious. When you were singing the lyrics? Right before you I was guessed? trying to figure out how it got to that point, but yeah, I'm like, I'm sure that's it. A little bong, bong in my head. Did you, did you fall down yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> Every day. Head first. That's Mambo number five. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I... All right. Okay, we're, we're fine. Okay, my turn. Your mother and I told you to wear the helmet all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Can you write down your answer just because I, I want to know what Scott's guess is? <laughs> and it's not the thong song. Okay. <laughs> Dang I it. To I hate to give you thong song. Do you know? Do you know it, Scott? <laughs> What's well, Nelly? Obviously, and um, I've already written down my answer, so it counts as as what it is. Can I hear it one more time just to make sure? <laughs> How many titles of Nelly songs do you know? Yeah, say any of them. I think this one. Say any one that's not Air Force One, for Christ's sake. I'm going to say the only one I know is Country Grammar. Yeah! Okay. I wrote down Country Grammar. That's what you had? Okay, great. Wrote it down, wrote it down. 
I guess somebody's talking about when you say, I'm going to let it play out. Somebody said, if anybody played your games the way that Riz plays them, Riz would scream at them. He's so overconfident. He's that kid that you don't ask to play Sega. <laughs> yeah, <it's> true. <laughs> I'm going to let it play out. I already know this. So I'm going to let it play out. <laughs> He's the, yeah. You are the kid when somebody goes, hey, man, anybody want to play NHL? You go, I do. You go, anybody? <laughs> anybody but anybody? Rams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. We'll play NHL, but I get to be the Rangers, and you got to be the Hartford Whalers. <laughs> All right, Moon, ready? I remember that combo. Yep, I'm ready. Here we go. Respect. Respect it is. I would have respected you more if you said, I'm going to let it play out. I'm going to let it play out. I want to let it play out so people play along at all. I'm not giving you crap for that. I'm saying he should have said that. That would have been hilarious. I'm going to let it play out. I'm going to let it play out. I just like the people play along at home. How many do we have correct? I think that's five, right? That is five. Sorry, Tone. Tone, how many do we have? I'm just, I'm just... For my personal purposes, we've got five correct. I'm just keeping track right here. Scott, you got this. Are you ready? (sighs) Yes. Here we go. You know, when you get one right, you can make that joke. Yeah, right? no okay. Kidding. I think it's even better than because he literally said, "I'm going to let this play out," and he said that because he needs to let this play out. No, so he can yeah, probably. No, I got it. Can I go ahead and say it? Go ahead. I believe in a thing called love. There it is. Nice. On the board. Touching the moon. You hear that? That band is so good. They're amazing. The person that sent me that message about Riz says, Jesus Christ, Patrico, I didn't want you to read that to him. I just said that to you. <laughs> like he knows who you are and love he's going to find you right now. <laughs> yeah, love John Patrico. Is it my wife? No. Right do, you, do you know Joe from Facebook? Oh, oh, that guy. Hates you. Oh, oh man. That's right. oh, the Joe oh, from Facebook. God, yeah. Facebook Joe. From Facebook. Yeah. There's Tom, only one. There's only one of them. It was Tom from MySpace and Joe from Facebook. <laughs> right, here's our uh, ninth song. Uh, we're sitting at how many, correct? Uh, five. I, I don't think it's your math six, is but it's okay. It was five last time, but now <laughs> oh, it's six. You guys aren't here to talk about the past. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody need any more time? Nope, we're good. That's pour some sugar on me. Enough of that. Moon, are you ready? Totally. Here we go. This is your final one. It is? I'm going to let it play out. Nice. Ooh, rendezvous. 
got a bit, a bit of a raga feel. I want to, I want to say the title is "Party in the USA." There it is. Woo! Moon. Congratulations on the clean sweep today. Oh, Thank you. Nice work, man. Thank you. Feeling good, Lewis. Clean sweep for Moon. Let's see if I can do that. Nope, that's all right. You've already <laughs> been eliminated Next from the hey, This is for you're, you batting 500. You're eliminated from the from the uh, clean plate club. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Just say when the sprinkles are passed around, you don't get it. Yep, no sprinkles oh, for you. <laughs> all right, Scott, here we go. Your final one. That's a tough one. Wow, that's really tough. Can I hear that again? Yep. Please. Moon keeps mouthing artists. You got an, uh, the song. I, I wrote this down song, something. I was wrong. The, Jeff, you are incorrect with that. This that's not even a song. That's not it. That's I don't really it's all songs, and this is well, yes, this of is course, one, I know. this is one of the songs that's been played. Like I don't even know who the real artist is because it's been oh, covered by man. everybody. I got it wrong. Then can we get a third time? I just need something that can get closer. <laughs> However you spell it. No. No. Oh, I wrote down the same thing. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give one clue because this is so damn hard that I'm gonna give one clue. Nobody in this room should get this one except for Scott. That's the clue I'm gonna give. Scott, I need an answer. So it's not Jeff. Okay, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> it's not, no, it's not. No, Buckley's All, all three say. of us um, guessed, guessed the same that at thing. some point. Yeah. He did too. He just guessed it yeah, too. All three so of I'm yeah, not going to say yeah. that one. Um, yeah, don't say that one. <laughs> you're going to hear it and you're going to go, damn it. And it's super hard. It's probably too hard. But you're saying it's it's not super super hard for him. I thought he would get it just because of the song. But clearly he did not. <laughs> wow. Um, three, two, one. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I first guessed "Walk the Line" from Johnny Cash. Mm. My oh, my say, only Chris, guess out loud was then I said "Hallelujah." Sunday morning coming down from Chris or something. Then know. I wrote down "Like a Rolling Stone." I know that's wrong. I first caught a little Dylan too. Yeah. All right, here it is. No phone, no. Phone, oh, no this was just at my house last night. The DJ. I ain't got no cigarettes. I couldn't get that. Oh, but dang two it. hours of pushing right broom buys a eight but twelve four bit. I don't know. This Dang, song. Isn't that one of your that. favorite songs? Sorry, yeah, it's a beautiful yeah. song. Come on, great man. Song. Whose version do you like? Wow, man, who did you let That's down? The that one. one. Who yeah. did he let down? Miller's. Glenn. How many did we got? Eight. Roger. That's yeah. it. Cameron, standing by. Tim, let Tim down. Sorry, Tim. 
Because Riz still has to go. Yeah, I still got to go. So oh. we're sitting at how many? Eight? Eight, correct. <sighs> oh, sorry, Jeff. I have eight correct, yes. All right. Final one. Good luck. Song 12. All right, Jeff, what is it? I'm using my lifeline. Really? How nice. is this killing you? That or do you know it? No, I know it. Okay, you're just uh, including me. Well, you you look confident. Oh, well, then I'm going to say the wrong one. Then. Oh, come on! Yeah. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Breakfast at Tiffany's. All right. Yes. Hey. Who is this? Deep Blue Something? Deep Blue yeah. Something. Deep Blue Something. All right, congratulations to uh, Jacob. You guys have to go and type in Deep Blue Something Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It's one of my favorites. It's like four dudes sitting in a lawn chair. Jason Sudeikis is one of the main guys. And they're sitting there, and they're just having a barbecue. And this song is playing, like, real lowly in the background. And he goes, yeah, remember your bachelor party, Tim? And he goes, yeah, I do. He goes, we killed that cooker, that hooker. (laughs) And I said, what about (laughs) You know, Jay brings up a great point here on Twitter. Scott, really? A song song? It had already been guessed. That was the whole point. Yeah, come on. That was the greatest. That was the greatest. Oh, listen, nine, nine out of 12. Pretty, That's pretty good. really good. Pretty good. Thanks, yeah. Scott. Scott, Scott. So, Riz, you got, <laughs> let's see here. Okay, so each of you guys had four. So let me, uh-huh. this is going to be some tough math, so let me figure this out. Uh, Moon, you got one, two, three, four correct. Ooh, yes. Uh, Riz, good. you got one, two, three, four correct. Ooh, so that's yeah. eight. Welcome to that. So and 12 then, out of 12 then? And then, Scott? and then Scott got one. Right? <laughs> Keep counting, is that it? <laughs> yeah. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. You can't hear us. He's on the phone. But we'll, 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 it'll forever now be known as uh, the Scott Factor. <laughs> yeah, Factor and Scott with your answer. <laughs> 10 out of 12 songs, Factor and Scott. All right, after the break, uh, Jeff Burton's got your crap on celebrities. <laughs> Hold on. I love the fact that we literally this morning went... Jeff goes, I man, I'm terrible at this game. Let's have Scott play. Who's way worse than you are? And I think I got like eight because out of Scott, hey, you did well. Scott named an answer that was already an answer previously. <laughs> That's the first. This is Dustin Diamond. Screech from Saved by the Bell. And if you're not listening to the Riz show and telling Riz happy birthday, you're probably an ass. All right, welcome back to the Riz show. Uh so we got that uh virtual holiday food drive going on right now. And you guys in the past week and a half. Have stepped up. What's the total as of uh, yesterday? Like eighty-seven hundred. Eighty-seven hundred bucks as of yesterday morning. Uh, this is the final eagle call of the year. Eagle call. Eighty-two sixty-five. Crazy. Whoa. You guys are amazing. So every year we do the holiday food drives to benefit Operation Food Search, and obviously this year, you know, we can't gather together. We can't do the individual events. So this year we're doing it virtually. Six bucks to get six stickers. Make a minimum $6 online donation anytime this month, now through the 31st. And we will mail you a special Riz Show sticker pack, which includes the new limited edition holiday-themed weirdo sticker, plus one each of our cartoon heads. Plus we got the special the special match donation being made by this year's Food Drive sponsors, Window Nation, Midland States Bank, and Herb Equipment. They have made the match. As long as we get to 7500 bucks this month, the three sponsors have agreed to kick in 2500 bucks to match the 7500 bucks. We're there. 
We did it, folks. Yep. Now let's not take our foot off the gas pedal. No need to leave your house this December to participate. Six bucks or more online to support a wonderful organization. Operation Food Search. The food stays local. You donate, we mail you the six stickers. And thanks again to Window Nation, Midland States Bank, and Herb Equipment. Find all the details on how to make your donation now at 1057thepoint.com slash food drive. I mean, we're eight days in, already at 8200 bucks. It's amazing. Amazing people out there, man. And, man, they, they are such good people at Operation Food Search. We've worked with Judy and the crew over there for a lot of years now. Mm-hmm. And we've been to their facility. We've see, we see all that stuff works. Yep. And they just do great work. So thank you for what you've done, and thank you for uh, for being there all year for our charitable endeavors. Yeah. That, that one time we went over there, and they were putting those backpacks together. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was so impressive. They had Very just cool. an assembly line of bam, 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 bam zip, go. It was Very awesome. Cool. All right, today is December 8th, back in the day, 79 years ago, 1941, the United States entered World War II as Congress declared war on Japan uh, a day after their attack on Pearl Harbor. 68 years ago, 1952, on I Love Lucy, a pregnancy was acknowledged on TV for the very first time. 68 years ago. All right, now I got a question about this one. And, and, and Jeff, you watched the, uh, the Sinatra documentary, the yes. Frank Sinatra documentary yeah. on... on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I told, I told yeah. you to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I remember it's, watching it. It's a two-parter. Really good. Yeah. Do you remember the part about the kidnapping of Frank Sinatra Jr.? Yes. So 57 years ago, 1963, 19-year-old Frank Sinatra Jr. was kidnapped from Harris South Lodge in Lake Tahoe after Frank Sr. paid ransom of $240,000 in marked bills. Police arrested two ex-classmates of... Frank Jr.'s sister. And they're not, I mean, they didn't really make it clear in the documentary if Frank Jr. was involved in the quote-unquote kidnapping. But it looks that way? There's evidence that he was complicit and evidence that he was not. Huh. I don't know if it was ever, and he he passed away a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Years ago. Years, years ago. ago. It's an interesting story. Yeah. Interesting family. Uh, 40 years ago, 1980, John Lennon was shot and killed outside his New York City apartment building, the Dakota. 40 years ago today. What? Just pulled up the picture of the actual suitcase with all the money in it. Yeah. Ah, man. Uh, Speaking of pictures and Lennon, that's one of the weirdest pictures is him signing the autograph. Yeah. Yeah. For Mark David Chapman, a former mental patient who had earlier that day asked for and received John Lennon's autograph, was arrested and convicted for the killing. He's still in prison. He's been eligible for parole several times. Uh, he's been denied every time so far. The picture is wild. Lennon looks uninterested, and and the dude Chapman looks happy, like excited, like yes, a be- the Beatle is signing my autograph here, or you know, signing my photo or whatever he handed yeah, to and, him. And and hear the hear the stories of the cops who drove John Lennon to the hospital, not realizing it was John Lennon at first. Because I think he was shot. They threw him in a cop car that was close by to get him to the hospital. Yeah, there's the picture man's talking about. Right? Isn't it kind of wild? You see like half of his face and, I mean, he looks like a delighted fan. Mm-hmm. What was he? Did he have Catcher in the Rye on him? Is that the, is that the book? I, I think that's so. what has been said, yeah. They shot him in the back, right? 
Uh, 36 years ago, 1984, Captain Kangaroo aired for the last time. It ran on CBS for 29 years. 17 years ago, 2003, the U.S. Supreme Court supported a ruling to allow Rosa Parks to sue Outkast for using her name as the title of a song. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Rosa Parks alleged that the use of her name violated her trademark rights and defamed her. And they wound up uh, settling six months before her death in 2005 for an undisclosed amount. 16 years ago, 2004, Dimebag Daryl Abbott of Pantera was murdered when a crazed fan jumped on stage and shot him at point-blank range. He was playing with his band uh, Damage Plan. Killed him in front of his brother. The shooter killed three other people before he was taken out by the first cop to arrive at the scene. And uh, one year ago today, 2019, rapper Juice World died of an accidental overdose at the age of 21. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Yeah, man, kind of a black cloud on, on December 8th. I, I didn't remember this, so I looked it up, but do you guys know why Chapman shot Lennon? Do you remember? No. Like, because he was a big fan. Yeah, it had something to do with the book, right? It has something to do with religion, according to this. Following a religious conversion, he was angry about Lennon's highly publicized 1966 comment that the Beatles were more popular than Jesus. Oh, I never heard that. A longtime fan of Lennon's band, The Beatles, Chapman turned against Lennon following a religious conversion. He didn't really finish the conversion, though, huh? You know, yeah, the whole part about not. murder. Yeah. Hmm. That's from his Wikipedia page, anyway. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. So, again, some more about uh, John Lennon. As, as Riz said 40 years ago today, shot dead outside his apartment in New York City. The big thing that was happening at the, uh, when the news broke, does anybody remember what was happening when John Lennon was shot and killed and the news broke? It was on a Monday evening. Football. I would say Monday Night Football. Monday Tony night got football. it, yeah. Whoa. Monday, Monday Night Football. So a lot of Americans found out about Lennon from Howard Cosell and Frank Gifford. There was actually an off-air debate about whether or not it was the right thing to do to announce during the football game. Here it is. I don't care what's on the line, Howard. You have got to say what we know in the booth. Yes, we have to say it. Remember, this is just a football game. No matter who wins or loses. An unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon, outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City, the most famous, perhaps, of all of the Beatles, shot twice in the back, rushed to Roosevelt Hospital, dead on arrival to go back to the game after that news flash, which in duty um, we have to take. Frank, indeed it is. How about that? This is really tough to go back to the game. To go back to the game. So Frank, you take Frank, it. take it from here. What? Frank's like, okay. and apparently, I guess it was some sort. And I don't know if there was a debate, debate, but there was a conversation, and that was Frank leading him into it. Like, you better make sure you say this, like off the air. I don't want to say Howard didn't want to say it, but they were debating whether or not to say anything. Yeah, so they said Howard Howard Cosell was was a was a curmudgeon from what I, had I that gather. Word in my head too, yeah. And uh, yeah, by all accounts, kind of hard to work with. Yeah, I would imagine, but people wanted to because of who he it's was. It's just so. a football game. Yeah. It's hard to go back to this. Frank, take it from here. Take it, uh, you. So you do it, Frank. <laughs> here you go. Here's uh, this. Is this news reports of the shooting? Is this yeah, like it's kind of like a montage. Like a montage. It's pretty good. 
December 8, 1980. They got out of the car, out of the limousine, and walked into the archway area of the Dakota. Uh, Mr. Chapman came up behind him and called to him, Mr. Lennon, and then in a combat stance, he emptied the Charter Arms 38 caliber gun that he had with him and uh, shot John Lennon. New York City police were at the scene in a matter of minutes. They say the gunman didn't run. He was stoic, as one policeman described him after being taken into arrest. Lennon is said to have given the man his autograph earlier in the day. Lennon staggered into his apartment building after the shooting. Policeman James Moran, who was in the car that rushed Lennon to the hospital, told me Lennon was shot point blank. His shirt was red with blood. He was at best semi-conscious during the trip. Mm-mm-mm. So is it he? Huh. He was working on a record, like he was going back and forth to the studio. Was it the double fantasy record that he put out? Oh, that I couldn't tell you. I, li- I like a lot of the uh, Lennon solo stuff. I like what everybody knows. That's about all I, I really know. To be honest with you. Uh, another death to talk about. This one's a bit shocking, although he's 97 years old. Air Force officer and test pilot extraordinaire Chuck Yeager died last night at 97. I was, I was gonna say, he was already he was dead. Super old. Man. No, you know, his birthday was uh, not too long ago, and I think we brought that up. Like, oh man, Chuck Yeager. Mm. Still kicking it. Right, here anymore. comes. People are going to say that. No, God's age killed him. Yeah, 97 is what killed him. October of 1947, he became the first test pilot to break the sound barrier in a rocket plane over Rogers Dry Lake in California. This is him talking about it. The flight itself went as expected. Uh, We'd been having a lot of trouble with fires in the tail of the airplane and igniters that wouldn't work. Fortunately, they all worked that day, and and we pushed the thing out. And really, uh, once we got the mock jump on the mock meter, we got our first sonic boom here. Then it almost was a letdown. You know, the damn thing didn't blow up. Man, what a badass. Think about what he said there. It was almost a letdown that it didn't blow up. While he was in it. While he was in it. And he goes on to say something to the effect of you can't do that while you're scared or else, you'll, you're, you know, it doesn't work oh, for man, you. And the guy had steel balls. I mean, what? Huh? What? Crazy. <laughs> what a badass, Chuck Yeager. Yeah, also, man, all those test pilots, they, they all have steel balls. And you think... How many of them make it to the 90s? He damn near hit 100 years old, and he was a fearless test pilot in the freaking 40s and 50s. Also the inventor of uh, Jägermeister. I, I didn't know. know. Oh, wow. I'm not, I'm not going to believe that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Though? Well, if like, you're going to call if you, him if a badass, up... if you're going to call him a badass, he's a, he was a command fighter in squadrons in Germany and Southeast Asia during Vietnam War, too. I mean, that's a badass, too, right? Jeez. He's yeah. the guy that was like, you can't fly scared or else you're going to die. And him just saying, yeah, it didn't blow up. Kind of yeah. a bummer. Yeah. What? Yeah, my dad's time in the service, and I had an uncle that worked on an aircraft carrier. He had an uncle that worked on an aircraft carrier in World War II, and he was talking about, uh, um, you know, certain people being ar- arrogant. And he goes, uh, he goes, you know who I want to be arrogant? The pilot flying my plane. Mm-hmm. Yes. He, he go- and he's always said that. When he, s- he said that when I was a kid, and I remembered it to this day. And he goes, there is a place for that type of arrogance, and it's important. Yeah, they got to drive him a plane. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, still, ne- I'm still sometimes scared to go to my basement when it's dark. I hear you. Netflix is uh, working on a, a fake documentary about uh, this particular year, and it's called uh, Death to 2020, being made by the people behind Black Mirror. Mm. Uh, it's described as, quote, a comedy event that tells the story of a dreadful year that was and perhaps still is. Cast, Hugh Grant, Samuel L. Jackson, Lisa Kudrow, Leslie Jones, Tracy Ullman, and others. No uh, release date on it yet. Cool. 
Lifetime, man, has anybody seen the new Mario Lopez movie? Yes. The Quibi people must be like, oh, five more minutes and we would have made it. There's a 15-minute mini-movie on the way starring Mario Lopez as a young and sexy Colonel Sanders. <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to be tongue-in-cheek. As in Kentucky Fried Chicken's Colonel Sanders, and it's called A Recipe for Seduction. It premieres a Sunday at noon. There's a trailer on the blog. The storyline is a young heiress who is told to marry one person, doesn't like that person. Here comes Mario as Harlan Sanders to, uh, to capture her heart. Here's a little bit of it. What the hell are you doing? A Lifetime original mini-movie. You don't answer my proposal, and now you're not answering my call. I think I'm falling for the new chef. Jessica is falling for Harlan. The cook? Leave Jessica alone and skip town. He has a secret recipe that's going to change the world. Harlan claims to have some secret recipe. A secret recipe? <laughs> Spare me. We all have our secrets. Listen, you're not taking it seriously. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be funny. It, and it's. I would imagine it's, it's nothing but a big old commercial. I was to say it's tongue, a 15-minute commercial for KFC. Yeah, they bought also, time on Lifetime. Tongue firmly planted in cheek. Sure, yeah. It's, it's yeah, but I mean, you can't nothing. deny that it's a, it's a 15-minute commercial for KFC. And it uh, it runs right before an actual Lifetime movie, uh, Christmas movie called uh, Feliz Navidad. Also starring Mario our hero, Lopez. our hero Mario Lopez. Legendary Entertainment is a production company. Uh, they co-financed Dune, the new Dune, and uh, Godzilla uh, versus King, and that's two of the 17 movies that Warner Brothers have decided to send to HBO Max at the same time they're going to be in theaters, which everyone's are open, right? Legendary not happy with that decision, partly because they had no idea about it. They well, were not consulted. I, I read a little more about this. I, I was reading about Christopher Nolan, the director who. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of his movies will be released onto HBO Max, and uh, he is furious. Number mm-hmm. one, they never told him. Number two, a lot of these, a lot of these directors, producers, they make a lot of money on the back end. Yep. So when it's not in theaters, they're not making money, and these deals they signed to make these movies for this movie company were contingent a lot on hey, how much it makes in theaters. When they're not putting in theaters, and yeah. they're putting it. Well, the, in both places. Yeah, they're putting in both places. Yeah, you, and you're going to significantly cut down on on the the theater take. Yeah, Dune cost about 175. Godzilla versus uh, Kong cost about 160. As far as you know, how how much 160 million dollars? And they say a lawsuit hasn't been drawn up yet, but they're not dismissing in the idea. Uh, and like you said, I think they just need to reach out to people like Christopher Nolan and say, Hey, here's what we would have done. This is what, but this is where we're going to do. So let's renegotiate. You know, redo the figures, right? But why redo? Why do you make the rules. I, I don't. Well, if he's contractually bound to them, or they they to him, whatever. You're changing the game mid mid game, right? Uh, so they've worked a lot in the past. Legendary and Warner Brothers, the Dark Knight trilogy, Hangover movies, and this Godzilla franchise too. Godzilla versus Kong is opening May 21st. Dune is supposed to open October the first. Well, from what I'm hearing is HBO Max is really floundering. Like nobody really gives a crap about it. Mm. So I think they're doing whatever they can to get people to to plunk down their money. Uh, no. Did you watch it first, Dune? Uh, is that with Sting? Yeah, I think yeah. Sting's in I, it. And, I, uh, I think I saw it a long time ago. I don't really yeah, remember. Yeah, I saw it as a kid. I didn't get it. Now, the, the fans of the book are like, oh, you, you got to read the book. So I'm interested in seeing how this, this next one plays. You know, because yeah. it was like Dune and Krull and a couple others that I watched when I was a kid that I loved Krull. Did you did you ever see I Krull? I saw that. It's another, it's another one I saw as a kid. I don't really remember oh, much, I loved much of it. it. Oh, that little blade thing with the claws. Oh, 
<laughs> Love that stuff. Uh, Rolling Stone released their list of the 50 best albums of 2020. Keep in mind, this is Rolling Stone, so it's not just going to be you know a bunch of rock and roll. It's not going to be a bunch of stuff that maybe we necessarily heard. But so number 50, one is definitely something we've heard of. The 50 best records of the year. Yeah, albums of the year of 2020. All right, so who put out a record? All right, I'm sure. If it's Rolling Stone, okay, Arcade Fire's 2011 record. Did the National put anything out? Because <laughs> we'll win get, best record of 2020. Don't get quite that. All right, Billie Eilish. Did she? Put something out? No. Okay. She, or at least she's not. Remember, anything on my she puts list. out is very important. Uh, oh, BTS. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is number one with the uh, folklore, and then it's uh, Fetch the Bolt Cutters from Fiona Apple. We talked about her recently. The rest of the top five are new albums from Bad Bunny, Bob Dylan, and that. Am I saying it right? Dua Lipa. Yeah. Is that how you say that? Yeah. yeah so Bob she, Dylan is in there awesome. with all those people, which I think is pretty cool. Bob Dylan. Yeah. Some of the other ones that are Who on the list. That? What about Run the Jewels? Didn't they we listened to that Bob Dylan record. We listened spring? to a little bit of it. Oh, Not great. It is. It is. Who likes that? Mm. A lot of people, I'm sorry. I, I know. Listen, I know it's, it's subjective. Okay. I know he's a legend. Some people could say who likes that ACDC crap, and they're in at number I know, 45 I on this I know, list. I, I understand. I bet you um, RTJ is on there. I, I don't have all 50. I have those top oh. five, and I have uh, six others that I thought would be interesting to us. Power Up by ACDC, McCartney 3, uh, which doesn't even come even out, out until December 18th. They Have they heard That's it? Have they reviewed hilarious. it or something? I'm, I'm assuming so. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm assuming man. they got it. I was like, really come on, okay. man. Yeah. Uh, Plastic Hearts from Miley Cyrus, Ariana Grande's Positions. Bruce Springsteen is number 12 on the list, Letters to You. All I imagine is Bob Dylan. New Bob Dylan record is something you say you got and you listen to, but you don't listen to it. Same for Springsteen, right? But I know people that are really into Springsteen. Like, really, whatever Springsteen puts out. But are they listening to the new stuff, is what I'm saying. Something like my uncle would be listening to Springsteen. But, But your uncle's how old? You know, his 70s. So to his point, to Moon's point, would he be listening to the new Bruce Springsteen? If they did, they wouldn't admit it. You know, I don't know. Dylan, though, it, uh, uh. Right. it's so like you're 20, not a fan. I remember he wrote what is it, a 20 minute song about the JFK assassination? I told you, I used to work with a guy in Springfield. I used to work at a pizza place in Springfield. Get out of here, McSqueezy's. What? And uh, no. the night manager there, if he, if you said the words Bob Dylan, he would start crying. That's how much that he bit, loved that, Bob Dylan. I understand he's got his fans. I. It was hammered all the time. I like some of this. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Billboard, uh, top Billboard rock acts of 20. Queen is uh, first in Billboard's hard rock and rock album categories with their greatest hits collection for 2020. Okay. Uh, Billboard's number one mainstream rock song for 2020 is? Mainstream rock song? Mainstream, mainstream rock song for 2020. Oh, pff, couldn't tell you. Something that has never been played in your car, I'd imagine. Five five Finger Death Punch. Sorry, Tony. Is it Five Finger Death Punch? Yeah, which song? Is it a little bit off? I would have assumed that it's probably a little bit off. I like their Bad Company cover. So they were number one on the mainstream rock song for 2020, followed by Godsmack's Unforgettable. Number three, Five Finger Death Punch's Inside Out. Death by Rock and Roll from Pretty Reckless. So we're looking for one sound. And I Prevail's Hurricane, that's uh, the top five for mainstream rock and roll for 2020. Justin Bieber is going to go back to the stage on New Year's Eve for his first live show since he canceled his 2017 world tour. The event is called T-Mobile Presents New Year's Eve Live with Justin Bieber. And, yeah, it's free to T-Mobile customers. If you are not a T-Mobile customer, it's 25 bucks. Okay. Uh, some uh, streaming concerts. Primus is going to do uh, a live from Pachyderm Station, which is their wine place. Yeah, you know, uh, Les Claypool's got a winery. Mm-hmm. 
And it's got an elephant as his uh, logo, too, which I think is pretty badass. I want one of the shirts. Uh, you can get your tickets at PrimusLive.com. Uh, Joe Walsh from the Eagles, a Vets Aid Charity this year, is going virtual. You can go to VEEPSVEEPS.com for information on that. Did he have a stroke, Joe Walsh? Because he speaks kind of like out of one side of his mouth. Yeah, but he kind of always has. Remember the, 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 what's the record where he's like, here comes a flock of wah-wahs. And it's all wah-wah pedal jokes. You never heard that record? No. Mm-mm. Oh, dude, he's, he's, I just remember jo- kind of wild. The only reason I know what Joe Walsh even looks like is from the Drew Carey show. Oh, yeah. He was uh, on the Drew Carey show? <laughs> oh, for like two or three seasons. Yeah. I like Joel Walsh. Well, that deal is December 12th, if you'd like to uh, to watch him do that. And also, Gorilla's their first performance in over two years. This Saturday, Song Machine Live. The band's going to perform Song Machine Season 1, Strange Times with a Z, in its entirety. And get your tickets at live-now.com. Uh, birthdays, Tanner Buchanan. That is Johnny's son, Robbie, on Cobra Kai. Wow. He is 22. Sam Hunt, the country singer, is 36. Nicki Minaj is 38. Philip Rivers is 39. Corey Taylor from Slipknot and Stone Sour is 47. Sinead O'Connor, 54. Terry Hatcher is 56. And today's Burton birthday of the day, an actress, a model, a singer, a famous mom. She's been in a lot of things. She was in Batman, L.A. Confidential, uh, Grudge Match, and, of course, Eminem's mom at 8 Mile. Her daughter is Ireland Baldwin. She is? Kim Basinger. And how old is she? 60. That's what I was going to say. I'll say 60 uh, in six months. Man, no, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 63. I go 61. 67 years young. Oh my oh, goodness! Wow. wow, good for her. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Nikki Noir. Today's birthday girl has sat on many of Santa's laps, and for some reason, they were not wearing a red suit, and they did not have a beard. Mm-hmm. And she has shown off her skills in 326 fine films, including Anal Cavity Search, Big Booby Cuties. Happy Hands, <laughs> You Won't Escape This Time, Honey, Young Sluts LLC, and who can forget her unforgettable role in It's Cool, I Like I'm Stupid. Nikki Noir is 36 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Is this the uh, flock of wah-wahs? Yeah, so it's like it's at the end of Life's Been Good, which I haven't heard in a while, but if I remember correctly, he's, he sounds like he's drunk. What a great song that is. Yeah, that song is awesome. But I guess the en- the end of that song on the record. Oh, I never heard the record version. Oh, Uh-oh. really? Here comes a flock of wah-wahs. <laughs> this is the end of that song. I'm imagining they were very high in the studio. <laughs> uh-uh. Wah-wahs. Yeah, I'm imagining this is probably. Uh... Hey, you know, it'd be really funny if we get stoned and do this. Yeah, it's gonna turn out great. <laughs> it's gonna turn out great. Everyone will get the joke. weather. <laughs> All right, after the break, uh, let's do some of your emails. Also, we gotta get into the uh, real or fake picks. We got headline goo coming up. Tony Patrico's got to be shot seven times. Yeah, the airsoft gun. Uh, uh, yes, yeah. I do. I have it right with me in the office. <laughs> Eight forty one. Things disappear in here. You know that. Well, we're still a- APB for moons of Fig Newtons. Yeah. What the heck? They're not Fig Newtons, but they are. Uh, they are Fig Bars. Fig Bars. Sorry. Yes. Nature's that- Bakery. Hey, this is Ben Bailey, and you are listening to the Rizzuto Show. Have fun. Keep laughing. Happy birthday, Riz. Thank you, sir. All right, welcome back. Let's get to some of your emails. Riz Show at one zero five seven thepointcom Jeff, what do we got? 
Uh, emails brought to you by Zero Res. Spell it backward or forward. It spells Zero Res. Uh, I have been working from home since March. Not me. Emailer. <laughs> As such, uh, thank you, Jeff. Yep, listen to a ton of podcasts, especially the Riz Show. Uh, this is one of the people that emailed about their uh, the twenty five thousand minutes of podcasts oh from Spotify, listening. yes, yeah, from Spotify. Uh, makes me not feel so alone. I've cracked into the podcast backlog on Spotify, talking about our podcast backlog. So, like this person is going back and listening to podcasts from years ago. Years ago, years you ago. could do that on Spotify, huh? Apparently. Uh, and so they say, uh, boy, is it jarring to hear you guys say years ago. Without actually. Without a callback of years ago. <laughs> okay. Which, if you think about in our daily life, out somewhere besides in this room, if you hear somebody else say it, I say it in my head. Yep. Oh, years dude. ago. I say, yeah. yeah, I say it out loud by myself. Yep. I say it whenever we're watching TV and Allison just always shakes her head at me. Yeah, sorry, so man. So disappointed. Riz show brain. Uh, they go on to say, it was also fun to hear the immediate aftermath of King Scott's night at the first Riz show live. First Somebody got a little intoxicated. Oh, that's, oh, that's, right. that's right, right, man. You, you are ripped. Yeah. Jeff got. Yeah, remember that time yeah, you took I don't pants think it was off? Jeff. Yeah, yeah. They I think were it was ripped. <laughs> I highly recommend to everyone to listen to the backlog to be reminded of simpler times. Oh, we were so young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also says, and wow, was the editing and production, has the editing and production improved over that time? Love you all and the show. Perfect five and a half, five stars out of seven. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So very nice of you. Mm-hmm. It's been, uh, it's been <laughs> yes. quite a journey. Yes, it has. Next. Uh, hey, I live in Arizona, so I have to listen to the podcast. I'm from O'Fallon, Missouri. But the best holiday cookie that may, many people may not know about, because we were talking about cookies and, and Holiday whatever, cookies, yeah. The chocolate crinkle. Yeah, have you have you heard of this cookie? Don't know what that is. The chocolate crinkle. Moon off the top of my head, it's like a brownie, but it's a cookie. It's oh uh, yeah, it's a pain to make them because you have to refrigerate the batter for several hours so you can roll them in powdered sugar before you bake them. Seriously, best cookie ever. It's like a chocolate gooey butter cake cookie. Wow, look at that. Mm, That looks terrific. That looks. uh, I'm in. I don't think I've ever seen that. Very well. I don't don't know if it tastes any good, but it photographs really well. That's great. The chocolate crinkle. Okay. Next, Fudgy. Uh, we've already had somebody email this morning saying that Walmart says that there are uh, there's still some left, but they are selling out quickly here, and that is the uh, the dazzle on the tree. Oh, we talked about those yesterday. The dazzle lights. That it's like a crown that goes on top of your tree with the lights kind of just hanging down. Yeah. Tree dazzler. Yeah. The tree dazzler. Yes. Uh, our emailer says in 2018 I single dazzled, mm-hmm. and it was <laughs> nice. But in 2019 I double dazzled, and now beautiful. <laughs> you got a double And it says, when Xmas is over, I stuffed them back in the box. They came in, and just like the infomercial says, totally worth it, $25 to $30 each. And they actually sent a video. Yeah, I mean, 25 30 bucks each, right? 60 bucks for a double dazzle. Mm-hmm. You got a double dazzle. And you're going to use them for multiple years. Right, yeah. Presumably. You I, can, I mean, they don't break when you step on them, apparently. Yeah, you, they don't break. They they. Go back in the box nicely. Also, if you're double dazzling and your neighbor neighbor isn't dazzling at all, you could help them single dazzle for a year. Are you gonna lend them one of yours? Yeah, no. I'll, I'll I'll lend a neighbor a dazzle. Then now you're both you're both single dazzling when you could yeah. double dazzle. Well, you yeah, know what? If I, if I dazzle them one year, that just dazzles them for then. But if I let them dazzle themselves, it dazzles for a lifetime. Wow. It's like yeah. you're you're gonna spread right? the dazzle cheer. Yeah. But it's not really a dazzle if it's a single. So that's a half dazzle. Yeah. And then the double is just a full dazzle. Teach a them double to dazzle. dazzle is then four. they're d- okay. dazzling for a lifetime. Next. Yeah. Super, super. All right, you guys. Another one of these debate things here about, you know, f- is something food or not food or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Came across the other day, food drink debate, are nipples straws? <laughs> <laughs> Let it sink in. Why not? I mean, you know, underneath them's cups. <laughs> ah, oh, hey. Nice. The studio's full. I think we settled uh, that debate. Our nipple straws. Yes I or mean, no, Jeff? I don't know. You can go, you can go back and forth on them. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. well, I'm not going to. Is that it? I'm not going <laughs> to. That's it. Are they straws? Yes or no? I would say yes. Yes. I mean, they're used as such early on in life for all of us. Yeah. And lids. You know, they're kind of like a straw lid combo. This is not a lid debate. It's a straw debate. So straw, <laughs> yes. I'm going to say yes. I'm Scott say says yes. yes. Yeah. Early on usage. Tony? Sure. Uh, I need a definitive yes or no. Sure does not count. Is a nipple a straw? Yes. Absolutely not. Okay, then you're a no. One no but yeah, to uh, four I yeses. I don't care. One it, no it, to four yeses. The so yeses. that means that's a straw too. Yes. I'm sorry. The yeses have it. <laughs> no. Okay. Can't you dunk. guys can all hear ye, take it. Hear ye. Enjoy Nipples that. are straws. Yes. Next. Now, hold on a second. Maybe they're not, because on guys, guys have nipples. Are those straws? Pointless straws. I, I just typed it in, and the, the most uh, the most common answer is nipples are straws for beginners. <laughs> Baby straw. Yep. Okay, yeah. It's settled. It's already been settled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Already settled. Let's not bring up guy nipples. Next. All right. Uh, hey, guys, I just want to throw this out there. Heads up about something. Uh, when I was listening to the podcast, Moon said his guinea pig died. Yes. Did it? Yeah, it's buried. Yes, but they do hibernate. Stop it. Stop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> interesting, interesting point. Are you take, sure it just wasn't hibernating? Oh, take, it from, take it from someone who learned this very young. I had a hamster that we thought had passed. Uh, we learned that it had hibernated in the winter, even inside a cage, and we ended up taking it to the vet about it and learned we most likely threw away a live hamster. Get on out of here. Now, your your <laughs> guinea pig hibernated, I mean, died. Uh, <laughs> hibernated. It hibernated. <laughs> early, early November, right? Um... Yeah, I think I think that was. What were the? Because he said it wasn't stinky yet. See, yes, Tony. Guinea, guinea pigs, pigs do not. We've hibernate. moved past nipples, by the, the way. The answer is no. Guinea pigs do not hibernate. Oh, okay. thank oh. you. Don't you dare. Sweet yes for a that little was, while. Okay. That was great. That was a dark time in our life. That One percent nerve. You, when we thought you buried a. A live guinea pig. That was a dark time in our relationship. Yeah, sweet relief, guys. Yeah, listen, the thing was out in the garage for eight days. Had plenty of time to wake up. Yeah, that was the wake. Yeah, right. the wake for exactly the right. garage. I checked uh -huh. on it until it started to bloat, and then I said, okay, now, now is the time. Uh, last one, Jeff. Uh, hello, guys, and King Scott. Hey. Uh, <laughs> quick question. I have a buddy whose car has broken down. And it's now in the shop. While it has been in the shop, I told him I, he could borrow one of my cars since I have a company truck and a personal truck I only use on the weekends. Turns Mighty out, nice of you. Yeah, it turns out his transmission has shot craps. It's up in the air. Whether or not he's going to fix it or buy a new car. So we all know the question. What do you think is an appropriate amount of time to give him before I make a decision to ask for my car back? How about you ask him and go, what are you going to do? Are you going to get a car or what's, what's happening here? And, and I want to make the point. He doesn't need the car. He just wants the car. And he doesn't want to look oh, like so you, a D-bag. His words. Car, listen, you've lent him the car. 
you're not a douchebag. What you need to do is take a step back and go, this is a close enough person in my life that I let him borrow my car. I can see Tony shaking his head, yes, right? Oh, yeah. So if you have that kind of relationship, then you should have the same relationship to go, hey, what are you going to do about your car, man? Right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, if you go to a bank and you borrow something, you have to have a plan for them to even allow you to borrow something. So much with the feelings. You're afraid to hurt his feelings? It's your yeah. car. But you know what I'm saying? Like, usually, when you ask, man, I need to borrow your car, blah, 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 the next sentence is, Hell your you plan. Yeah, you, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm the next borrow sentence. some money because I'm going to do this. Hey, I need to borrow your car because here's my timeline. Right. I yeah. need to borrow your car, but only for about two weeks. This is my plan. I'm going to try to get one by right. Wednesday. Or you know, yeah. who, who knows? Yeah, that's, that's cool, man. Just ask. Just ask. Be honest. I think you're all good. Yeah. All right. Thank you all for your emails. Pseudo Show, traffic and weather. All right, King Scott's got your headline goo after the break. Tony Patrico will take his seven shots for losing the pick'em challenge. Sorry, pal. What if I miss with five of them? No, because then there will be controversy for years. Just you never miss. Get them. That's true. Just get them. And then I got your headline hoosh. I, I I think you know what? what? This could be one of my favorite headline hoosh stories of the year. Um. And it's, there's no death involved. There's no no animals get hurt. It's just a... Are you sure? It's dare I say it? it's almost like a wholesome headline news story. I don't know. But I liked it. I, I smiled. Hi, this is Christopher Walken, and you're listening to a man whose voice is really f***ed up. It's the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Pow! All right, welcome back to the Riz Show. King Scott, are you ready? I am ready. Well, let's... <laughs> King Scott, headline goo. Tim Allen's characters from Last Man Standing and Home Improvement will meet face-to-face next month. Although scientists are worried it could create some sort of black comedy hole that could suck out all the humor of Earth and destroy it forever. Uh, we, we didn't like that one. <laughs> Mario Lopez will play Colonel Sanders in a 15-minute Lifetime movie called A Recipe for Seduction. And this will be the first time a lot of women have fantasized about Colonel Sanders. Well, at least outside of America. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Dylan sold his music catalog in a deal that could be worth up to $300 million. And with all that kind of money, he could finally invest in some uh, singing lessons. That's low-hanging fruit. Yeah. by Scott Rizzuto. Hey! <laughs> Miley Cyrus says she's experienced an alcohol relapse during the pandemic. And I'll let you guess what kind of heart that left her dad with. <laughs> <laughs> TBS abruptly cut off the ending of Jingle All the Way over the weekend, and fans are furious. Sorry, uh, make that a fan is furious. Okay. <laughs> Netflix won't add a fiction disclaimer to The Crown, but the NFL Network will add a comedy disclaimer to the New York Jets games. Hey. <laughs> Today is National Time Traveler Day, and if I could go back in time, I'd stop Hitler, and if there's gas left in my vehicle, I'd do the same with Quibi. And today is National Bartender Day, or as they're also known, Thirst Responders. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. Yeah, of the day. Good. That one's good. Uh, the My Pillow guy says there's a 100% chance Donald Trump will remain president, and zero percent chance he will return his mustache as Steve Harvey. Aww. <laughs> That's not nice. Oh no, me. And finally, Mitt Romney says Donald Trump's leadership is a great human tragedy, which tells me that Romney's never been to this uh, snack cake aisle at Walmart. Mm. <laughs> 
Uh, may the goo be with you. Uh, thank you. Oh, there we go. Hey, King Scott. Nice job, sir. Thank you. All right, Tony, do you want to take your uh, seven shots now, or do you want to take it after after you do sports? Whatever you want me to do. <laughs> Maybe we should I, I do just, sports first. I do not care. Are. What? <laughs> you leave the show pack in there every day on your desk and come in here for Scott to go in and make copies. And I wrote, I put a little post-it note on there that said, uh, Scott, uh, give Jeff $5, sign uh, Rizzuto. <laughs> and it, I just pulled out the, the goo, and on top of it, there's a post note that says, I owe you $5, signed King Scott. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do sports first, then we'll we'll do the seven shots. That sounds- the Rizzuto Show, sports. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports, uh, there's no longer an undefeated team in the NFL. The Steelers lost to the Washington football team last night. Washington picked up a 23-17 win against Pittsburgh. That was game one of the Monday night doubleheader. The Bills beat the 49ers in the night game. Final score there, 34-24. to And both of those teams can go right to hell. Oh, <laughs> um, so those are two you got right? I mean, I got no, them, No, right? well, you know, what kind of sucks about it is, stupid. Uh, I believe yes. Anthony Stalter picked the 49ers, and we... We gained a point. We gained a point, so we lost uh, to the fast lane by one point. Oh, by one. Yeah. One Damn point. It. Damn it. Oh, man. We got to put this to bed. Yeah, we do. This weekend. We do. Well, we this wrap up weekend. We, we wrap up week 13 today. There's still a game today. Don't forget. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter in anything, but it does matter to some people. If you're a Cowboys or a Ravens fan, that game is tonight at well, 7. Well, somebody tell me what channel did they show the uh, the Steelers game yesterday? They showed it on Shimmer I was looking for it. I couldn't find it. Hmm. I don't know what the hell channel they showed it on. I had zero interest in it. Yeah, I don't know. I was just, you know, I was bumming around the household, but I just mm-hmm. wanted to have it all in the background. I can't find it. So what happened uh, during the Jets and Raiders game over the weekend? The Jets were up, and then for some reason, with 10 seconds to go in the game, they blitzed six guys, and then a pass was to a so wide open. They left everybody man on man, which he played the prevent. And he was, I mean, wide open. I mean, this guy was wide open for a touchdown, and that ended up being the difference maker, and the Raiders came back and beat the Jets. So you had said off the air, you said, I bet the coach of the Jets gets fired to this, the next two days. He's gone. Well, you are right, but wrong. The head coach, Adam Gase, still the coach of the Jets. Greg Williams, the defensive coordinator, goodbye. Hey, goodbye. Yeah, oh, that guy. Uh, Gase will be fired at the end of the season. Greg Williams has been a defensive coordinator or whatever, a coach for uh, 700 different teams in the well, NFL. And, and if fired. I know his name, and been fired he's also the that? one, uh, the bounty gate. Yeah. He's the bounty gate guy. Right. That's how I first knew the guy. Yeah, so he was you, with St. Louis for a I was going to say, coffee, he, went, right? he went from bounty gate, suspended because of bounty gate, the Rams hired him. Okay, that's it. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals pitcher Adam Wainwright has been named the winner of the 2020 Roberto Clemente Award. It's the award that has uh, been given to uh, uh, people. It's it's because of the Hall of Famer outfielder Roberto Clemente, but it's given to people who display extraordinary character, community involvement, uh, philo- uh, I can never say that word, philanthropy, philanthropy. philanthropy, and positive contributions both on and off the field. And he's done, I think he works with what, 567,000 charities? Yeah, so, right wow, around that's amazing. There, Congratulations. Yeah, it has to be a lot. Very, that's, very well deserved. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a, a big huge award. award. Big. And, and I think I think he's one of five or six I mean, Cardinals that have won it. it. It comes like in a. <laughs> it's the size <laughs> of Roberto Clemente. They got a they got a uh, 18 wheeler the thing over there. <laughs> so that's baseball. Another baseball note: uh, MLB has sent a memo to all teams that told them to prepare for not using a universal DH this upcoming oh, season. Oh, that's a bummer. Oh, that's pitchers it. back to hitting. They just said, prepare for not using a universal DH. Uh, here's some bad news about baseball. Major League Baseball umpire Brian Onora 
reportedly was arrested and charged with a misdemeanor for soliciting and possessing criminal tools. Onora was one of 14 alleged Johns who were arrested in a sexting operation. Apparently, he went online and tried to attempt to uh, solicit a prostitute. He's been an umpire since 2000. Remember the name Lance Lynn? Sure. Yeah, not like, sure. It wasn't like under underage. It's just no. regular prostitutes. Soliciting a prostitute. I mean, does that make it better? I mean, I mean, it makes. Yes, it. But I'm saying, it does significantly make it better. Yeah, but I'm saying, does it? I never once said that it was anything. No, underage. no, I'm just saying. No, yeah. I'm, I'm just clarifying the situation. Just clarifying. Yeah, yeah. He's still going to get fired. I mean, there's no doubt about it. He will be fired. Uh, the Texas Rangers have traded Lance Lynn to the White Sox. Uh, Did you think I was going to say Cardinals? Yeah, I was kind of hoping. <laughs> I always awesome. liked him, and he had a he had a good year. I thought. Yeah, he's he been, started he, well. Maybe he, he had a great year last year. Yeah, he, he had a great year. exceptional. Uh, Thirteen starts last season. Three point three two ERA, eighty nine strikeouts. Did he just? Yeah. Did anybody see any footage of him this year? Because he kind of let himself go. He's from a big a, boy. I don't mean weight. I mean like hair and beard. At least oh, he, for he a looked, while, he looked homeless. For yeah, a while, he did. Which he I love. Rocking it. I thought it was really cool. Uh, a game-worn and autographed jersey from Wayne Gretzky's NHL rookie season with the Oilers back in 79-80 sold for $478,800 at an auction on uh, yesterday. It was proven that this was one of the jerseys that he wore during that time. Like, they have, you know, it's authentic. There is no, like, oh, maybe, maybe not. It's authentic. Um, this is also crazy. A Wayne Gretzky rookie card could set a new record when it's auctioned off later this week. The mint condition 1979 Opeachy Gretzky rookie card, which is being sold by Heritage Auction Auctions, is expected to become the first hockey card to break the million dollar mark. Uh, tonight, Slew looks to continue to roll in the basketball court. They host the Central Arkansas Bears. And finally, the International Olympic Committee officially introduced breakdancing. For the 2024 Olympics in Paris, are you going to try out? This is ridiculous. This is your he chance. You could do musical karate. That's what That's I'm not, saying. You could just break dance. It's a little different. It's a little different. Um, no, it's different. The IOC confirmed that skateboarding, sport climbing, and surfing are also going to be added for the Paris That's Games. Break dancing. Those three sports have been added to the 2020 Sim Summer Olympics as a preliminary basis. So we will see surfing, sport climbing, and skateboarding this Olympics, but. Even though they're not going to test it, they're saying that breakdancing is in. They're going to call it breaking. Okay. So you will meddle in breaking. It's a youth-driven sport largely comp uh, comprised of teenagers in their early 20s. Uh, the United States has oh, overwhelmingly... Still. I didn't know that was a thing for the, the, going back to the 80s. And, and, who, and who, would be, who would be the top dog in this? Well, it says the United States has overwhelmingly been dominant in international b-boy championships. Yeah. While South Korea, the Netherlands, and the U.K. also have strongholds in the sport. I'm not familiar. Shut in the shades there, Moon? Yeah. <laughs> I get here. I mean, yeah, it's not It's not quiet. Well, listen, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, pre I'm preparing because uh, seven shots is a solid video. Yeah, okay, yeah. and that's the sun. Uh, yeah. Let's get to it. Setting up for production. I'm going to that's your sports yeah. and doing shut what up. I got to do. And shut up. By the way, Ozzie Smith, two time winner of that Clemente Award. Really? You mentioned Cardinals, awesome. Lou Brock, uh, Pujols, <laughs> somebody else. You're shutting Yachty. the shades there? <laughs> well, you can hear the blinds. Well, I'm, it's not my not fault. The They're built like crap. Oh, let's look. Nothing but the best. Look, All right, Patrico's got seven shots coming his way. I should probably get the gun. You need the gun, you need to shoot. Again, we're just rolling. We're just I this mean, is seven good. Shots, this will be a half hour. This is good because you're not getting shot. Yeah, right? I appreciate this, Tony. Thank you so much. Get back there. <laughs> <laughs> one shot, Scott. All it would have been was one shot yeah. for you. Now, but I'll now take. Oh, don't do that. That uh, makes shots. me nervous. Do that may no, not you. Him. He he came within two feet and just aimed the thing right at your butt. Right it won't hurt. All right. There's a guy outside. He's staring right at me. Just make eye contact. Start licking your lips. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Seven shots. 
Oh, oh man. man. That's yep. a good one. Two. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Three. His pants are pretty far down. Four. Five. Whoa, that was low. His pants are dropping. Six. Last one. Last one. That was right there. Last one. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sweet spot. Yeah. TV over there. Did you go uh, cheek to cheek over there? He went. He went. He went. He went three right cheek, two left cheek, one right cheek, two. I mean, it was. I hated. Went to the back of the head for one. Oh boy, there was one that got lower inside. I mean, it was. You did it. It it. could have brushed bag. All right, now today's headline hooge. There is who knows so headline hooge. Brought to you by Motorist Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. I told you, I kind of like this story. Uh, let's go to Clearwater, Florida. And I'll say this about this particular gentleman. At least he truly knows who he is and what he wants. So there's a 51-year-old guy named Michael Filipkowski, and he's got a nickname, Bud Light Mike. All right, that's <laughs> I bet he's earned it. Bud Light Mike. And how'd he get that nickname? He loves Bud Light. I thought you were going to say he really likes Budweiser. Even if he doesn't always love it legally. He's been arrested twice for carrying open containers of Bud Light. He's also been arrested twice for stealing cases of Bud Light from stores. (laughs) And he was once arrested for skipping out on a bar tab where he drank Bud Light. And he was true to form on Saturday when he was caught stealing a 24-pack of Bud Light from a grocery store. (laughs) The cops found him nearly, uh, I'm sorry, the cops found him nearby, along with 21 of the 24 cans. He got at it. Wow. And uh, Bud Light Mike was arrested. <laughs> so there you go, from Clearwater, Florida. I told you, it's, right? It's a true to form headline story. It's yeah. not, nobody died, no, no animals were harmed. There's nothing nobody, that nobody you can't hurt. come back from. Right. Yeah. So there you go, from Clearwater, Florida. Bud Light Mike, you are today's. Headline Hoosh. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. It, just, it can't all be doom and gloom. That's right. I think we needed that story today. Honestly. A little Bud Light to everything. A little light yeah, to this. Yeah, all right. Negative right, Scott. Right now. Both of my ass cheeks hurt. Like, they're both I'm surprised you're sitting down right it now. It hurts. I was standing made it worse, to be honest with you. Well, I hope this does not affect your real or fake picks, because we got those coming up next. <laughs> I still got to make one. Oh, you haven't looked? No. I have looked, obviously, but I haven't even made them. Tones of home. What's happening? Dude, I'm a mess. It's 2020. Oh, I'm a mess. This is Al Pacino. And you're listening to a man who's got the softest balls I've ever seen. The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, buddy. It's Christmas in uh, Miami. Or as uh, Moon puts it, it's El Crispe in El Jefe. <laughs> <laughs> so that means it, it's the Christmas in the Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> Is Hefe Jeff in, uh... I don't know. What does Hefe mean? How do you spell it? That means, that means the boss. Is like, it? El Hefe is like mm-hmm. the king So the, the Christmas in the boss? I think so. <laughs> it's, it's El Christmas, Christmas El Hefe? No, it's... It's the Christmas, the boss. Yeah, no. No, it's it's Christmas, boss. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> Tell me what you're going for. It's Christmas, El Jefe. (laughs) (laughs) Are you fellas ready to make a real or fake pick? Let's do it. All right, it's week number two of our competition, sponsored by... Patricia's We're Fun and Fantasy Me. All right, so this is the uh, daily karaoke punishment, where the loser will have to sing uh, 10 days of karaoke. 10 days in a row with uh, songs from a... From a catalog selected by us. Why? I just made a last-minute change and I hate it. 
Let me see. I'll tell you if you're right. No. I hate it. They'll let it just marinate for a second. If I lose by one, I'm going to remember this oh, day. Well. as the day that I punched Moon in the face. So uh, what? what? Oh, yeah. You'll never forget it. Because <laughs> of what happens after. Due to the scar. <laughs> we all had boob sweeps last week, right? Yeah, yeah. You'll never forget it. Oh, except for you. That's not true. So yeah, you got negative points? three points. <laughs> What's that? Should I, 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 everybody should have four, yeah. All right, so Patrico on the score, she does everybody four, five Which points. Which means he should have one taken away, right? Yep. No, that means, what, you don't want five points? I try to give you an extra point, you Damn jerk. It. I'll yeah. take the point. Hey, Riz. No, I'll no, take no, his no. point. Yeah, take all boobs was last week. So, uh, it's one point for each correct answer, real or fake, unless it's your lock. Your lock will get you two points if you're right. Zero points locked out if you're wrong, regardless of your other picks. Unless you lock in on that Hail Mary, that fake pick. So, that is a three points if you're right, negative one point if you are wrong. So, let's get into it. A description of photo number one, please. Uh, photo number one, this is a great photo, this lovely lady. I don't even know what the hell she has on. Is this like... Uh, yeah. It's like it's like Christmas plaid over the bra, but under the bra. Maybe that's like a Christmas bra. I don't know what this is. All I know is that these are some huge old boobies. Yes, they are. Yeah. Now you can't really see a whole lot either, can you? No. Is she like the waitress at a, like a that's Twin was, Peaks that's or something? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's glorious. Mm -hmm. Tilted kilt vibe to it. Yeah. All right, I'm going to say these are real. Tony. Real. Moon. Uh, good for her, real. Jeff. Guys, I'm going to go real. And King Scott. I went real in these straws. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that we're judging on the nipples. Oh, sorry. Okay. Just took it to a, just a really creepy oh, level. There's <laughs> yeah. Creepy guy over there, I tell you that. All right, uh, all right, it's all real. Photo number one. Uh, photo number two, a description, Jeff, please. I would just rather have some silence while we looked at this as opposed to anybody talking. Uh, wow, what a fabulous, fabulous photo. I thought she had really weird nipples for a while, but those are, those are emoji pictures over oh. the top. Not a nails very, very well done. She's got a tattoo on her right. What did that be? Under the elbow here area? Mm -hmm. Our her right. Forearm. Her left, right? Her left, yeah. Uh, that is pixelated and... Oh, she, I don't know. Does she not have a belly button or is it right below the thing? Either it's, way, a fantastic photo. Wow. This, I mean, nudity. Man, this was a tough pick for me. Man, oh, man. I'm going to start with Tony. Fake. So Tony's going fake. Is this the one you, you're killing yourself over? Mm -hmm. Moon. Yeah. Uh, real tough. Real tough here. I can see why you went fake. I, however, went real. Good for her. Jeff. Boy, I love stomachs. Don't you like stomachs? Yeah. I do, yes. Yeah. Oh, did you want my pick, my pick too? Real. Yes, please. Real. Real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tony, I went uh, fake. Now, how does that make you feel, Tony? Any better? Or does better? that not matter what other people think? I mean, I guess. You still I mean, feeling bad no, it's about all, what it's, you did? Regardless of what, you know, Besides the actual competition of us trying to get better scores than other people, also it's my personal like I'm gonna be mad at myself if right. these are real. When I had wrote, I look at you can see it's real. It's right there. Well, now scratch it up. I'm thinking they're fake, King Scott. So now just the three of us have said fake on those, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I went real on these. All right, three reals, yeah. two fakes. That's okay. Still early in the competition, uh -huh. Thomas. Uh -huh. We're all right. There's a few reasons uh, I went real, and yeah, I feel I'm okay with it. I, although, with that being said, zero surprise if they're fake. They're just so 
perky. Right. See, I thought maybe there was a little bit of pullback, but I don't no, know because their hands so. are on there awful softly. I, don't, I, don't I think this is. I, don't a, I think explain my reasons. My personal yeah. opinion is that this was a lady that was born with almost nothing and didn't want to go huge, and she went with that. Very beautiful. And if she did, excellent choice and excellent work. All right, find the uh, photo number three, a description moon, please. Oh, my goodness. Here we go, guys. We got hand bra. Oh, we we have a, a, a single hand bra. This is one of those kind of sweater tanks. It's like a warmer tank top, and it's pulled up completely, and she's got nothing underneath. Um, good uh, good manicure. Looks like a natural French manicure here. We do see a little bit of belly button, and it's kind of a side, but she is telfing, uh, t- taking a uh, selfie shot with her left arm here mm-hmm. while covering with her right arm. Yeah, it looks Excellent like, like shot. A, like her tube top pulled up or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Mood, what do you say? Es muy excelente, el jefe, and I went real. Good for her. King Scott. say? Um, I weren't real. I went real as well. Uh, Jeff? Real, please. And Tony? I also went real, but I had originally wrote down fake. Oh, wow. Wow, you really were all over today. And what time do you think this one was taken? Because the shadows, it looks like it's about mid-morning, maybe. Yeah. What the hell does that matter? Mid-morning. Out on a porch in Greece? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it could be on a cruise ship. How do you I don't know get why that screams from that. cruise ship to me. I don't know. <laughs> what the heck? You have an imagination. This looks like it's going to be shot in yeah, a cruise right ship in Alaska. Yeah, that's she's right on the railing. Yeah, like yeah. right on the railing. Yeah. <laughs> What's the latitude longitude? Where are they I sailing? It's cruise ship from it to me. <laughs> this one looks like it could have been taken in Cincinnati. <laughs> I don't think there are any sh- like big cruise ships that leave no, out of Cincinnati. <laughs> it's about even, as good as guess as you just gave. So, at least. See, it doesn't make sense, yours. I didn't say a cruise Let's ship in Cincinnati. Over the Liz. boobs, guys. <laughs> Jeez. All right, now for our uh, locks of the week. Our most confident picks. Two points if you're right. Zero points like that if you're wrong. Uh, only Tony and I are eligible for the Hail Mary with the lock on fake. Uh, I'm going to start. I will uh, lock in uh, number one reel. Ooh. Locking Ooh. in number one reel. Tony Patrico. Reel, number one. Locking in reel, number one. Moon. Guys, real number one. Jeff Burton. I'll go real number one too then. <laughs> no, what is that is that what you want? Yeah. Okay. Am I gonna have to change it because you're gonna no, no, make no, some no. silly joke? Real joke. number one, please, for Jeff Burton. B-U-R-T-O-N. And uh King Scott, your lock of the week. Put me down one real. Yeah, I thought everybody'd lock in on that yeah, one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. See, I thought a few would lock in on three. Yeah. I thought so as well, but I'm like, that's too iffy of a... No, I was, I was pretty confident everybody would go to number one. Tony, what about you? What do you, what do you think? That's what I thought. I thought everybody would lock real number one. Well, they did. You were right, Tony. <laughs> thank you, Jeff. <laughs> and uh, thank you, ladies, for submitting the pictures. <laughs> and uh, we'll have the results. I don't think we're here on third. I don't think we're here on Friday. Uh, so let's do the uh, results. Uh, let's do them Monday. Okay. Results on Monday. All right. 1057thepoint.com slash can. It's the Rizzuto Show. All right. That is it for us. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. If you missed anything on the program today, anything at all, and there was a lot of stuff. 
That's right. A lot of stuff. Blog, podcast, up there for you. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Mario Lopez is uh, Colonel Sanders. You can watch an 11-minute video on the uh, on the blog. You got crap on celebrity sports, headline hooge, everything that we covered today. It's all in a fart and a scarf. That is the title today. Mm. A fart and a scarf. That conversation. That seemed like it was seven hours ago, by I the way. I think it was really seven hours. It was Heck uh, of a show. about uh, three hours and 50 minutes ago. Heck of a show, a lot of content, including Back That Track Up. And uh, we'll see if Scott redeemed himself from the last time that we played a similar game. Check all uh, that out. And then somebody got shot seven times today. That video is up on on our Instagram and our Twitter. At Riz Show is our socials. Please follow and uh, and spread the love with the podcast on whatever podcast directory you use. Thank you. All right. Thank Mm -hmm. you very much, Moon. Uh, Anything else, uh, fellas? Oh, my God. The the Goldfinger song that has made it into rotation here, uh, Wallflower. Our new single oh, from our new record. Yesterday. Yeah, we, we released the video yesterday. So is that John's house? That is John's house. That's yes, a nice you know. door. It is a lovely door. <laughs> <laughs> you see in the hallway. He's got a great is it, door. Uh, his, his bathroom. That is his bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We we shot at his house, and and technically that is his backyard. Actually, that's the Calabasas Hills. Yeah, right very nice. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anything else? Uh, mm, uh, okay, it. thank you. Uh-uh. Uh, we leave you with a selection from our teamers member of the day brought to you by Layla. Both locations now offering delivery. Supplies in order. Visit them or call. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Call or visit LaylaSTL.com. Uh, all right, let me see here. Zachary Miller from St. Anne. Oh, the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs, for the best price and value on quality tires and expert auto service. Get into Dobbs today.